0: I feel lonely. Oh, so lonely. And Brian, please come talk to me. I don't know about you, Brian, but I'm feeling 20. I can't do it. I can't say it. Welcome to 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Ooh, do you got a little? You got some moves. You got some moves. I, 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 we told people it was going to be on YouTube, and the audio version is on YouTube just to preface this episode, which this segment itself is a preface to the episode, technically.
1: So here's what we need you to do download the episode, preface. listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. or just listen to the podcast, mute it, and then go watch it on YouTube as well.
0: Yeah, um, we yep. want to be able to get the, we don't want to lose the listens on the podcast platforms.
1: So, and then while you're on YouTube, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Oh, and Smash click, it. Click the little bell so that you're notified whatever, <laughs> Brian.
0: <laughs> I don't know, no, this to... is great. We're not even using an outline. This is great. No, we're, we're going to be on YouTube. Now, this episode, unfortunately, we're just doing audio. Well, fortunately, I say unfortunately, fortunately, fortunately for, for you. you We're only doing the audio portion with a little graphic overlay. Honestly, I need to do a little more research before I feel comfy putting a a video out there of the two of us. So tonight you at least get the full podcast. Then you can listen to it while you're supposed to be working because that's, I think, what most people use YouTube for is music in the background while they're working because it's easier than getting on your phone. So uh, air quotes working. But before we get into that whole big spiel, Brian did a little shimmy shake. Which once you see us on full video, you're gonna like it. I th- you're gonna like the way he looks. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. Well, Brian, it's 2022, and I don't know about you, but last year we didn't do resolutions. We changed things up, didn't we? We did.
1: We threw a little threw a little curve ball, a little a change up ball at you.
0: Now we don't. Uh, Claim to be those folks who are like, I don't set resolutions because once I set one, I know I'm not going to do it. I don't like the word resolution, blah, blah, blah. No, we're, it's just too much thinking, getting this whole resolution. So we came up with a word. We didn't come up with this process or this philosophy, but we stole it like we probably have stolen most of our sticks on this show. We come up with a word. We're
1: really not original
0: guys. No, no. no, Oh, God, no. (laughs) If you've listened to our show, we've done 80 plus of practically the same episode sometimes we throw a third voice into the mix and that third voice is usually the more interesting voice except for when robbie's on well except for when robbie rogers is on or mike hudson or when we had both of them on what were we thinking <laughs> good lord we My love buddy. you both we love you both very much anyway we're gonna pick our word for the year let's do a little recap though bryant what was your word for 2021 and give me about a sentence about if you think you achieved that word goal.
1: Um, my word, if I remember right, was grace. Yeah. I think I I wanted to, uh, you know, give myself, have basically cut myself some slack, right? Like don't always, uh, do everything that I want to do or or whatever. And I'm kind of hard on myself. So this past year was about cutting myself some slack. Um, sometimes I did pretty good with it and sometimes, uh, I was my own worst enemy, but Mm. Hey, that's a, that's a part of, of growth, right. Is, uh, you know, doing the best you can. And I'm giving my, it's funny. I have to give my, this very meta, I have to give myself some grace for not always giving myself some grace in the the past year. Yeah. It's very like, it's like inception, like layers
0: upon layers. Dang. Yeah. And if you don't, Care about yourself if you don't care for yourself, you can't expect other people. The caring about yourself has to start with you, exactly. Now, my wife and I have been watching the newest season of Queer Eye, so I might be full of these really good self mantras pearls of little pearls of wisdom here pearls of wisdom. So, grace was your word. I didn't hear you once mention watching more Grace Under Fire, but um, because I was watching uh, Will and Grace. Oh, the wrong. Oh, Grace Under Fire, I think, is the more realistic one to our upbringing, I think.
1: While looking at uh, a baseball card from my all time favorite baseball player, former Chicago Cubs first baseman, Mark
0: Grace. Mark Grace. Yeah, there we go. Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Saved a wretch like me. I once was lost. But now I'm found. But now I'm found. Was blind. Now I see. My word for 2021. Was try, not triathlon, or rugby, or tri tip. What's a tri tip? Is that a barbecue thing? It's a cut of meat. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're going talk about barbecue a little bit later on. But I know you're excited about that question I in am. our ask bam That's way. Wh- that's five hours from now. <laughs> that's five hours. From now. I, Hold on tight, folks. So i gra- I graduated from college in and and end of 2020. I finished with my communications journalism degree from Penn State. And in 2021, my philosophy was, I'm just going to try different things. I'm going to write about different things. I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to pursue things that I want to pursue. And I, I would say I definitely hit the mark. I yep. pushed myself a little bit, you know, in my hobbies outside of writing, outside of social media. I actually read some non-school books, which was a nice feeling, but that fell off uh, (laughs) halfway through the year. I kept like a book on my nightstand, but I would only read it like once a week or something like that. But in terms of writing, yeah, I covered the crew again, a little bit more in depth. This is my first year I've ever been in a press box, and I went to many crew matches in the press box. I drove down to Louisville. Cover a match. I drove to Cleveland to cover the U.S. women's national team. I covered a a lot of Columbus Eagles matches. I even drove to Chicago for a Red Stars match where they didn't have a name placard for me anywhere to sit. So I sat in one spot where an intern was like, Oh, I'm sitting there. So I had to move to another spot. And then I took somebody's seat from the athletic because they weren't there. I think it was Dan Lawletta or something like that.
1: Didn't you get to sit next to like Steph Yang?
0: I did. Yeah. At the U S women's national team, I sat next to Steph true. Yang from the athletic, which is pretty sweet. And we even like walked out of the arena and, you know, chit chat a little bit, never got the follow on Twitter. No big deal. No big deal. I'm not holding any grudges there, uh, but it was a good year. I even wrote about shoot uh, rugby. I wrote about three X three basketball. I wrote about basketball period where I even got to the point where now I include it in my everyday kind of writing. So Even within there, too, there were layers. It was like an onion, especially the NWSL. I was trying to do a team of the week. I was trying to do match recaps. I was trying to do match previews. I was trying to do news, breaking news. I was trying to do all these different things for a 10-team league by myself, not getting paid for a cent of it. I paid money to drive to Louisville, drive to Chicago, and I had even planned more than that. I was going to go to North Carolina to actually cover a match. I was gonna go to New. Uh, I was gonna go to New Jersey. I was gonna say New York, but nobody plays there. I was gonna New Jersey. I was gonna to go to D.C. I had all of these illusions of grandeur, and then my mental health kicked me in the butt, and I was just exhausted by about. I think the Olympic break. Once the Olympic break hit, I was dead. I was just, oh, just so worn out from pushing too much. Um, so this year, my word is focus, because I need to. I've tried a lot of different things. Now I need to narrow down what I do and put quality over quantity. Let's put it that way. So I want to do a little more quality work than I do number of pieces. And also I want to get paid at some point. I I did have a little bit of a paid gig for two months in the WPSL, which was great. I was really fortunate if they, if they asked me again this year, I would do it again, but uh, yeah, I would like to quit writing for free seems like not a lofty goal at all. I feel like that's a pretty respectable. No,
1: I think that's a. I think that's a great goal for you. I mean, I think it's, I think like you said, you got um, last year you wanted to try, right? Like try and try as many things, kind of figure out like, figure out your place and figure yep. out like kind of push yourself and see what you liked and see if you could find like your niche. And I think you're kind of now starting to narrow things down a little bit and mm-hmm. have more of an idea of maybe what you want. Um, and really putting that focus into like improving the quality, not that your quality is bad, but, you know, improving the quality no, no. of your work because you're more focused. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're more, when you're more focused, I think you can be more knowledgeable and things like that. So, yeah. um, when you're more focused and, you know, hopefully leading that into, you know, paid gigs, you know? So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome goal.
0: That's, that's the plan, Stan. So we'll see if I can achieve that goal. We'll check back at the beginning of 2023 and see what happens there. But assuming also, we're, assuming we're all alive. Oh, right. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not counting any. I'm not counting ahead. Let's put it that way. I Need to focus a day at a time. What? I'm sure, there's an old adage or a saying that I'm blanking on, but every day on the right side of the earth is is a good day. So we're Amen. gonna we're gonna roll with it, and also we're gonna get some guests. I've already started lining up guests this year for the show. This is the, now this is the Brighton and me word of the year is I'm just making stuff off the top of my head. Improvement. Let's <laughs> say improvement.
1: <laughs> I like, I like that. It has a question mark at the end of it. it like. does,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a word plus punctuation. So our word plus punctuation for the year is improvement. We already have one guest that is confirmed. We're going to have this person on at the end of January we're not going to say who it is. We might drop some hints on the internets and maybe through our shows in the next couple of weeks, but I think you're really going to be excited about our guests. It really, they span a lot of different mediums. It's not just maybe soccer, but uh, maybe some podcasty things as well. I thought kinda, you were going to say something. kind of stoked.
1: No, that. I mean, I'm oh. just, uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a clever clue I could provide, but everything I could think of would like give it away. So, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm
0: not going to do that. Well, you're as um, you're as cute, and cuddly as a beanie baby. So I'll stare at you all night, Brian. Aww. Hey, hey, hey! And we also we're gonna plan getting on some NWSL folks on here. I've talked to about three or four people right now who are supporting different teams, and they they either pot about them or write about them. So we're gonna bring some people on from other awesome. NWSL teams to kind of diversify. No, we're not bringing. Robbie as our Gotham person. I'm sure Robbie will be on the show, but before the season starts, we're going to bring in some folks.
1: Gotham has, I think, Gotham, I think has been well represented on the podcast.
0: (laughs) He'll come on still for those matchups throughout the season, but to get ready for the season, we are going to bring on some folks who kind of focus on those teams, which should be pretty fun. Um, Some friends that we've talked about before, and even a show that we were on before we're gonna have them on yeah so w- without further adieu 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 to you and you and you we're gonna go ahead and get our, and, and get get, our get, the, get to my word yeah your word is we
1: oh we didn't do my word yet
0: um, oh i oh you did the recap and then i recap yeah. mine oh man this is awkward keep going brian
1: this is fucking oh. awkward um, no, it's cool. Um, it's funny that uh, we use this like word for the year because I'm doing the same exact um, activity with my therapist nice. later this week. Like she she came up with the suggestion for it. And I was like, oh, well, I'm already doing that. So, you know, kind of two virtual ones, podcast and therapy, which, you know, is kind of like therapy, really. Um, Free, no copay, unlimited yeah. visits. I promise you. Um, But my word for this year is matter.
0: Hmm.
1: So it, and it's kind of got two meanings for me. One, it's constantly reminding myself, and this is something that I am working on in therapy, reminding myself that I matter, that my thoughts matter, that my wants and needs matter and being um, more vocal about what I want or need. Because again, I matter. And so my thoughts and opinions and needs and wants matter as well. Mm -hmm. So communicating my wants and needs more because I matter and they matter. Um, But it's also about like focusing more on things that matter to me and things that I, that matter um, that I want to accomplish. You know, I picked up the picked up a guitar toward the end of last year, really want to get to where I can uh, play some stuff on the guitar Mm -hmm um i want to one of my goals for the year is to finish uh, my first bjcp exam brewing brewing judge certification program yeah uh,
0: exam telling you i've been pushing you you got to do it you've
1: been pushing me for like two years um <laughs> to do it so this year i'm, I'm definitely going to focus on that so i think it, it's really just like focusing on those things that either bring me joy or add to my life spending less time like doom scrolling on social media or just like like watching god i've, I've gotten a black hole of reels lately on instagram mm. and god it's like 30 minutes go by and i've just sat there watching stupid reels most of which i don't even really like that have no relevance to me but it's just like addictive on and obviously that's how it's designed so yeah I mean just spending more time like focusing on on myself and the things that are ma- that are important to me that matter to me the things and uh, doing the best I can to you know become an even better friend and husband and uh, just person in general. so that's uh, my word for for 2022 is matter
0: And you're already off to a great start because I was trying to move us into the show and you said my thoughts matter and you kept going and I do. I love that for you. I love that. Because honestly, Brian, you're honestly one of the nicest, best people that I know. And Aww. I think you don't know that. And I'm happy that you're working on that this year. And you definitely do matter. And I'm sorry I didn't keep track of our words for 2022. I should have <laughs> kept better track of that.
1: It's all good. That's See, this is why we don't have a, an outline.
0: This is true. Flying off the seat of our pants. <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls, to Bright Me. We're a podcast. We talk soccer and other things, other podcasty things. Hey, everybody, we're back from a few seconds ago when we left you. Welcome to our show. We've got a lot we're going to talk about tonight. The Columbus Crew have moved from the watching the off season section to being engaged in the off season hey, of the league, and they have two big moves that they made today on Wednesday, which is the day that we're recording. We're going to talk about those two big moves. We're excited. Then we're going to talk about the U.S. Women's National Team. They announced that the She Believes Cup featuring a lot of exciting teams and a lot. Okay, I can't really. It's hard to get excitement for some, it. Some real, some real uh, luminaries. Real, bar, real barn burning going on here in February. February. Wednesday in February uh, against the Czech Republic. Uh, Wolf, the dentist, Stansons, Iceland and New Zealand. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Then before we get to our Ask Bam questions, because we do love your questions. They're great. And we're going to crown a best question of the episode tonight, which we did not do last episode. We kind of did. Homer's was the best question. Was the dream burger. What's your like best burger? That was the winner last week. So this week we have a new winner in Ask Bam. You don't get anything. And then We're going to go through our bold predictions. We're going to give bold predictions for not only the crew, but for the Red Stars in the 2022 season. Is
1: saying that they'll hire a coach a bold prediction?
0: At this point, it feels like (laughs) one. It definitely feels like one. We'll get to those bold predictions. uh, Before we get to all that, though, and then we'll finish with Ask Bam. That's how this works. We'll do a little bit of a rundown on some of the stories we're not going to talk about tonight, but they're about teams that we do love dearly and we love them lots and lots. So we're going to talk about them just, just a wee bit and give you a little bit of an update on some stories we've talked about in prior podcast episodes. So let's talk about Liverpool women. They play this weekend. They haven't played in forever. They haven't played. So they've got a match this weekend against the Blackburn Rovers in the F.A. Women's Championship, Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Reds, um,
1: Reds versus Rovers, Red versus Rovers, and Blackburn right over.
0: Oh, over to the loss category. Hey. <laughs> Got him. Um, on the men's Liverpool side, they played uh, Chelsea over the weekend, which was a really thrilling first half of soccer, <laughs> where <laughs> Liverpool went up 2-0, and then the fighting Chelsea's, uh, Thomas Tuchels and all. He tried to pump up the crowd. It looked so awkward. Like when Jürgen does it, it seems like natural because he's Thomas Tuchel, he's just like, I am the opposite German of Jürgen Klopp. (laughs) I
1: am am stereotypical German who is very serious and efficient.
0: Yes, uh, he tried to get the place hyped up. Uh, It didn't work because it ended up being just 2-2 draw. Nothing happened in the second half. Uh, Tottenham's, they played a match over the weekend and they, uh, Tottenham men, excuse me, they look like they're about to be in a zero zero draw until they just went ahead and snatched victory out of the hands of draw feet against Draw feet. That sounds like a fetish.
1: Davinson Sanchez in the ninety uh, fourth
0: minute or something. It was against after 90. Watford. Oh, I watched I mean, that whole match, and I was really hoping for a zero zero draw, was, so the Columbus Spurs could feel the pain, especially Kaylee and the social media garbage that she brings every week.
1: I was, uh, I was at. Um, funny story about that match. I didn't watch it because we went to my sister in law's
0: right Um, barbecue new New year yeah we barbecued
1: new year's eve and did like a fire and stuff and then um, you know we all had uh, a bit to drink and the next morning um, my uh, sister-in-law's husband got up and made everybody breakfast and we had like breakfast and coffee and uh, mimosas and so I had I, I you know was trying to be present with my family and enjoying myself and you know I had my phone like face up on my um on the table like so if any score updates came through i'd see him um and i happened to glance down and it was like a you know switched it on real quick and saw it was going into like the 90th minute so i excused myself and went to the bathroom
0: (laughs) oh i love
1: that great (laughs) Watched the last, uh, watched at the end, so I did get to see. I didn't see the whole match, which from everything I re- everything I read and you know, have listened to a couple other Tottenham podcasts about was just brutal to watch. Um, I did get to see the only moment in the match that really mattered
0: was <laughs> so, the goal. Yeah, so that was exciting. Uh, well, good for you. Congratulations, that's great. Um, <laughs> so Tottenham won that match. Didn't fare as well today, earlier today be. in the Caribou Cup, but they lost 2-0 to Chelsky. We won't talk about any uh, really egregious own <laughs> <end> goals. <laughs> oh, yeah, that wasn't great. Was not great. Uh, we got some news between Tottenham women, and Liverpool women, though. They have their match scheduled now January 19th uh, at Dentist's favorite time of the day here on the East Coast, 2.30. 2.30 Eastern time. They're going to be playing on Wednesday, January 19th, which is not really conducive to doing like a live show or talking about it or Twitter space. So we're just going to watch the match and I'm going to hope Liverpool wins and Bryant will hope Tottenham wins. Uh, so Liverpool, right before we go, I have two more things in the, in the little headlines uh, here, a little breakdown. We don't have a name for the segment. Liverpool men, they're supposed to play Arsenal in the Caribou Cup. And that match has been postponed due to the vid an outbreak in the Liverpool ranks.
1: Which wish is the first the, time uh,
0: they've asked for a match cancellation. Wish and that had happened to the Tottenham match. Uh, well, you already had your COVID outbreak a few <laughs> a month ago. Um, so Liverpool got their COVID outbreak finally because it was it's it's bound to happen. To every team, it's going to happen to. Sure. Liverpool women are still playing this weekend. Because that's one benefit of the men ignoring the women and not letting them play in their training facility is that the Liverpool women weren't exposed. <laughs> they were <laughs> they exposed to the outbreak. The only positive that's ever come of Liverpool treating their women's team like, second, uh, like second-class citizens. Yeah, so they get to play this weekend still. I'm hoping all the OLSCs or official Liverpool supporters clubs, if you're in the lingo or if you're out of the lingo, I hope they still have their watch parties this weekend because the Liverpool women's match is on the FA player which is free to watch anywhere across the world. And this is for securing our spot. We're, mo- we're 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 getting more and more comfortable at number 1 place and we can't get comfortable. We need to keep winning. We need to get to that point where we get promoted. I want to get promoted with like 3 matches left so then we just have a three match party for the rest of the season. So hopefully if I know Liverpool also play Sunday, which it feels like that's going to get canceled if Thursday's matches. Uh, so if they do uh, not play, I hope all you Liverpool supporters clubs, which all of them listen to us.
1: All every, run, every, every, yeah. every single one.
0: Yeah. Keep your watch party, please. We're going to keep it in the FA Women's Championship before we get into our show because Coventry United, yeah. the real good news, at the 11th hour, they were saved. So if you didn't hear about this a few episodes ago, Coventry United, they started – Well, they've had a women's side for years, but they finally became professional this season, which is great, which is awesome until Coventry United was like, well, actually we're going to file for voluntary bankruptcy of liquidation of our team right three days before Christmas. We're going to tell all the players, all the coaches that we're done and we're not going to be playing anymore. Well, they had a deadline of the 4th of January at midnight to get funding to keep the team before the liquidation went into play, so now Coventry United has been saved. It's not nearly as long or as you know crazy as to save the crew save, but somebody with money came in and they supported uh, the soccer team, which is amazing and that's really exciting. So happy for them. They're in 11th place out of 12th now. I just hope Coventry stay up. I don't want them to get relegated this year. Please stay up so you can stay in the championship uh, because I think that support deserves. Uh, some victories except for against liverpool please i'll
1: I'll, I'll make a i'll make a, a bryant and me bet no i don't know if it says i don't know that a bet a deal right now if, if coventry stay up this season
0: mm-hmm.
1: i will buy i will if i can find one a coventry women's uh scarf
0: hey they should all sell i mean liverpool barely sells liverpool ones but yeah, the one time they did, I, I bought like three of them. I was like, I need to buy them quick. They're never going to do this again. Yeah, I, w- I would love to, once Liverpool is out of the championship, definitely support Coventry women, however I can, however I can. Uh, so that was our headlines, the rundown, the scoreboard, the stuff that we're not going to talk about, but we end up still talking about it a lot. Let's get into our main topics Ooh. of the night, because we've got a few of them. First one is the crew, the Columbus crew. Guess who's back? Back again, crew are back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. I'm going to tell you all. I'm not telling friends. I'm telling the hashtag Bam Fam. Two big moves today. First one, we signed a fast winger who doesn't have a long experience of a ton of goals under his belt. Does that sound familiar? Stop
1: we, me if you stop me if you've heard this one before.
0: We have signed 23, 24 year old. He's from Accra, Ghana, but he plays currently in Poland with I'm going to have to say Wisla Krakow Wisla Krakow he is a winger um, from Ghana we replaced one of our Ghanaian fullbacks with the Ghanaian winger just 11 years younger uh, You yaboa is going to be joining the crew this year which is pretty which is pretty exciting he was left off the afcon roster and then he was not in training for his polish team yesterday or today. So we we in the crew circles were one step short of tracking a plane on the internet because we this is the first kind of excitement that we've had. Any flights of coming into players? Any flights
1: coming to Columbus from Krakow? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the Krakow to Columbus uh one way is or what what is it? No connections. What
1: it? Given the uh well given you know given the Polish population in Cleveland. He probably, it's probably a direct from Cleveland.
0: It is a direct, that's the word. Yeah, it probably got a direct flight. I always venture to guess that the only place that had more Polish people than Cleveland was Poland. <laughs> Cleveland's <laughs> a close second, right, or new Poland.
1: Shout out to uh, my, favorite, my favorite Polish restaurant in Cleveland that unfortunately oh, shut down. God,
0: rest in peace, Sokolowski's University. And I'm glad I was just able to go. Yes, in the last few months before it closed. Oh. I had some
1: had some pierogies, the best pierogies on the planet.
0: I just ate some pierogi on Monday night. Um, Hell yeah. I'm trying to learn to not say pierogies because apparently the word pierogi is like deer. It's like deer, it's, it's so plural it singular yeah. and plural, which I always grew up saying pierogies, sounding like a fool. But I'm trying to I'm trying to change my ways. I'm I'm, I'm focusing on pierogi singular. Although I will eat multiple pierogi because they're mm-hmm. delicious. Oh God. So we signed a player. <laughs> we signed a... If we got, if we start to stop talking about pierogies, this show could be done quick. And by quick, I mean two hours of pierogi talk. That's our other podcast. <laughs> actually, the pierogi
1: Per-ro- Pot. talk,
0: <laughs> the pierogi pod with Bryant and Thomas. I don't know why we sound like we're an Eastern European family on YouTube. My kid watches a lot of YouTube kids, and that is one of their major exports in Eastern Europe are families that make videos like they just make videos. There's a show called Vlad and Nikki and Gabby and Alex. They're all Vlad Vlad and Nikki. And the kid's actual name is Nikita. So it's uh, Vladimir and Nikita. But they shortened it to Vlad and Nikki. Is this, is this some kind of like
1: um, There's Soviet... a weird
0: episode where they're riding horses without shirts on? And I'm like, these kids are like seven and six. Are I,
1: they doing I'm that? more. I'm more going with like, um, is this some like leftover Soviet propaganda? Like when they say a certain word or your Why kids they have all... a hammer and sickle. <laughs> is they say, when they say a certain word, is Addison all of a sudden going to like come down and? <laughs>
0: This turned into Winter Soldier. Yeah, exactly. We went went from pierogies to Vlad and Nikki to Winter Soldier like that. We are on our A game tonight, folks. This is one of the better episodes you're ever going to listen to. But we signed a player. We signed a player. Woo. So that sounds exciting. It looks like we're going to have some competition. And now, many people at first are going to be all really excited like, no, he's going to be the starter. We brought him in to be the starter. I don't. I don't know people look at all these highlights highlights are made to look good you could put together those highlights together and think that we're uh, an actual good podcast
1: just just play the episodes where we interview someone that's like a professional Brought you know sarah spain made us sound like we knew what the hell we were doing chris doran uh, he ended up interviewing us
0: uh jordan angeli they all sounded they made us sound coherent and we didn't talk about pierogi at all in any of those episodes which is
1: why those are inferior
0: episodes (laughs) I, I think this move does a couple things. First, it gives you somebody who can compete who's played in Europe. It's Poland, but Poland's in Europe. And
1: it is. It is technically Europe. So
0: some he's experience there. with Ghana national team too. Like he's he's been through the youth system and all that. So it's not like he's, you know, he's not a bum. <laughs> he's not a bum by any means, but I, it looks like you signed another Luis Diaz. Uh, I didn't think they were going to keep Luis, actually. Now, there's still time. Either. They could get rid of Luis Diaz. They could get hit rid of him or Etienne. I don't see a situation where you keep Etienne, Diaz, and Yaboa at this point. Yeah. Because you have three players that are all playing the same position. And I know with injuries and stuff, and the fact that we only have one fullback on our team, maybe you're going to keep them and convert one of them. But it's – um. It's it's interesting. I think you're either going to challenge Luis Diaz and Etienne or he's just outright, no, we brought him in. He's a starter. One of you two backups is packing their bags. I think you can get more for Luis Diaz, honestly, because I think he has more upside. He's younger. Younger, uh, yeah.
1: I think the younger and, and his pace. I mean, say what you will about his shooting technique. Because, you know, if, if this is FIFA. He's Luis
0: Mendoza from Mighty Ducks, too.
1: Right. Exactly. If this is, if this is FIFA, he's got a, he's got a pretty high pace score, Mm -hmm. but his shooting score is not so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's what I think. What do you, what are you thinking about this move?
1: I, I, yeah, I kind of was thinking along the same lines. It also, I think one, one point that you made that's really interesting is does this make us consider converting somebody to a fullback?
0: Because Milton Valenzuela is not coming back.
1: Milton's not coming back We've Harrison awful is, you know, is in, he gone. is here now he's, he, he's here in Charlotte. Now, go to target
0: so. and you can probably see him shopping for his family at target, which our friend, Doug Curry, friend of the pot. He listens to every episode. He saw Harrison awful at the Grandview target once it was that you. I mean, no, that was Doug. No,
1: that was, that was Doug. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might run into him just on the train. Like we might sit together on the train and
0: have a chat um and then pull out your columbus crew scarf which you always wear
1: i was gonna say i do wear a columbus crew hat around town quite a bit and basically half this town is from ohio given the number of like ohio state (laughs) things that i see in this town um but no i mean i think i think it's interesting i think kind of like you said it 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 kind of spells doom potentially for somebody yeah because i don't think you're going to keep that many wingers no, I mean you're not gonna. I mean Pedro Santos isn't gonna lose his 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 spot. So that oh, other, no, no. so you got you got three guys rotating for one winger spot. Like no, probably not. Like
0: it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I don't think you're gonna. We, we've seen Diaz and Etienne both start before in the past up there whenever Pedro was actually playing fullback because of injuries. I right. I don't see him converting anybody. That didn't seem like Caleb Porter's bag to convert no. somebody. You're that we still have a few weeks before uh, preseason starts. So I think it's going to be a very busy, busy couple of weeks because not only do we have to worry about fullback, which again, Milton is not coming back. I know a lot of people every day I see somebody tweet. Can you please announce that Milton's coming back? I have to play the line from star Wars episode seven. Whenever they're talking to um, the main character, what's her name in the movie? Wren. Ren. Ray. They're talking to Ray. They're talking to Ray, excuse me. And the, the bar owner goes to her. She said, they're never coming back. <laughs> Milton's never coming back. He's done. He doesn't want to play here anymore. And this is from, a, I don't have a lot of sources. This is from a source. He's not <laughs> coming back. Unless maybe, no, maybe in the next couple of weeks, something could change and nobody else wants him. Maybe nobody in Argentina wants him. Nobody in Europe wants him because he does have injury issues. He's coming off of ACL injuries. ACL, he, right. He misses a lot of time. He, he doesn't play full season since he tore his ACL back in, gosh, uh, 2019. So I maybe I give the chance of him coming back le- like a 1% chance. I give a 1% because I never want to say guaranteed. He's never coming back, but I'm 99% sure you're not going to see him. So we need to make some moves
1: to quote the, uh, the great, uh, Bieber, Justin Bieber, you should never say never,
0: never. And then the movie never say never again. Was that the off brain James Bond movie? Uh, yes. There was one where Ian, where they had a contract still with Sony or something. And Sony's like, you move the series on, but we still, you, Oh, it's a movie. So we're bringing Sean Connery back for this one. He's old. He's not even the current James Bond, but we're making this movie. Um, this it's, horrible.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, you know it's it is it kind of is it it fits there with some of the lower lower quality Bond films.
0: Yeah, but um, with all the other signings that have been made, especially with like Toronto and they bring bringing Insigne uh, from Napoli, which I'm going to go on the record and say I don't think it's going to be that huge of a signing because you're signing. A 30 year old guy, and nobody else wants to pay him as much as you paid him in Europe. So, right. And you're coming here halfway through the season. I think if he does have an impact, it's not going to be till maybe if they make the playoffs, which they were a bottom feeder in 2021. I was going to say
1: they were, they didn't finish last only because Cincinnati.
0: Oh, God. That's a exists. guaranteed second to last with Cincinnati existing. Uh, but I think if he does make an impact, it's going to be 2023. But even then, you're going to be 31, 32. I, people were really excited about this move. I think after 26 years MLS the be, the biggest growth we've had is now we're not signing 34 or 35 year old stars, we're signing 30 year old stars. It really took us and, 26 years to get this far.
1: And stars, I'm going to go ahead and throw in air quotes cuz let's let's be honest. Um of all the of most of the people that are freaking out over the signing what percentage of those people actually knew who the guy was
0: before they signed him outside of the Syria bros? I'm going to say not very many, right? Like I, you the know, Twitter I think, Syria bros are the ones who know who insignia is,
1: which ew, that sounds like a, a scary group of people that I don't the
0: hip hipsters are what Syria bros are.
1: They Syria has got its own set
0: of issues. Um I remember watching it when I was, got prior to 2010 on fox soccer channel they used to play old Serie A matches and even back then i would watch it and like this doesn't appeal to me i don't have, i just don't want to watch this these
1: people are crazy for real um no it's nobody knew you see you see napoli which you know people know people have heard of napoli i mean it's a yeah. decent sized club they've been in the champions league they've mm-hmm. you know they've I don't, you know, Juve wins Serie A every year, so I don't know if, or, or enter. Um, Roma so yeah, over
0: there. I, yeah, I don't. Jose is, and bologna and Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> and yeah.
1: Balacna yeah good old uh um so yeah i mean they're they're a club of you know some repute people have heard of them so plus i think most people in america have this like little brother thing with european football where they're very much like oh my god he had a cup of coffee in europe like oh my god he is the (laughs) you know because i mean god knows he's not it doesn't compare anywhere to like some of the names that have been brought out, you know, Chicharito, most recently Wayne Rooney, like withdrawal
0: came here for retirement. Mostly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. And that's, I mean, yeah, he's 30, 31, whatever he is, but so he's probably not up for retirement yet, but if he was really that good, his ass would not be coming to the, I'm going to go ahead and say the 10th best league in the world.
0: <laughs> he He's being paid over a million dollars per year more in MLS than he was going to get paid in Syria. That's just because somebody's stupid enough to do that. <laughs> that somebody is Toronto FC. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can save this audio and in a year you can be like, look, he won MVP after only playing in three months, which would be a very MLS thing to do to give him MVP when he only started playing in July. I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. And I'm not just saying that um, I, I don't care about, Toronto is a rival I don't care about Trillium that's the most made-up rivalry the real rivals are Cincinnati and Austin and everyone knows that and now when I, Columbus plays Charlotte because that's going to be the BAM rivalry
1: I, I'll uh, I'll take it a step further you say you don't care about Toronto I don't care about anybody in the MLS that's not columbus so.
0: hey and you live in a city that has a team that's not so, columbus
1: i mean yeah once they're once they're actually up and running i'll probably care about them a little bit but yeah. outside of that i'm not i'm not sitting and watching a you know random wednesday night game between you know nashville and colorado or something like i don't yeah i don't care
0: <laughs> yeah I'm not yeah probably not either well that's, uh, well, that's the first move is you, Yuboa, who's coming over. I'm excited. I, I think hopes are high. I think we've had really good history with Ghanaian players. You go to, you know, Awful and Mensa and even Lawless Abubakar, which we'll talk about in a second, because we've had good history with Ghanaian players. So hopefully that continues.
1: I just thought of a good idea for um, a stadium, like a song, a chant. What? Um, and this, I just thought of this because of uh, another player named you that played in Columbus recently. Uh, Yu Chang, he of the oh, Columbus Clippers, yeah. whose walk up music was uh, "Soldier Boy. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I
0: need you. So we could. You <laughs> need to get that on Project Jukebox. You need to get that on Project Jukebox. <laughs> so,
1: like that. There you go, Nordeca. You're welcome. Um... <laughs> Don't say we never gave you anything
0: because <laughs> so that's yeah, you got,
1: gold right there. Black. You guys gold. can go ahead and start working on the uh, I
0: Need You chant. Oh, baby, you. They already do that for crew. That, but I was going to say that's already you. got crew. <laughs> but now you can do it for you. You can play it twice. Anyway, let's talk about the other move because as excited as we are to bring somebody in, we have to say uh, fare thee well to another player within the crew. So we're going to pour one out figuratively. I'm not spilling drink. I'm not wasting beer. So, I mean, come on, come on. This is 2022, man. Take what we can get. Uh, Abubakar Kata, who has played with the team since 2019. He was with the Academy since 2016, center back. He has gone off to Colorado, where the crew seemed to want to send young center backs with promise. Uh, Abubakar Kata is now going to Colorado for $450,000 in allocation money. You mean GAM? gam Glam Whoa, damn. black Betty, gam and tam Whoa, <laughs> Whoa black daddy gam, gam and tam bubuketa got traded gam and tam, gam and tam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don Garberis giving us gam and tam
0: <laughs> oh black Betty. uh yeah that's what we got for him 450k 300k guaranteed 150k in uh on-field bonus and on-field you know monies that we if he plays really well we'll get some more money out of it honestly though like you're going up against a pretty good center back pairing, though, over in um, in Colorado, only because I was doing research on it today. They're the number one team in the Western Conference. A young center back who couldn't break through the crew, especially when we've had injury issues. I think it's going to be hard for him to break through to become a starting center back. But also the same thing happened with uh, Lala Abubakar, who we got – from the college uh, MLS super draft. We played over at Dayton with the Flyers. shout out to, to Matt Morris and Homer Olson. Um, Lawless went over there after not playing a ton and he became one of the best defenders in MLS. So maybe we're going to kick ourselves for this in a few years, but Abubakar Keda is gone. And now we only have two center backs on the roster. Both of them are 35 years old, at least in Jonathan Mensah and, Everybody in cruise circles, wet dream, Josh Williams. So they're gonna be the only two defenders we have right now. We have three people in the back. Well, room. We'll include Eli room because we need all the numbers we can get. We have four people.
1: We're going to a back three.
0: <laughs> we might have to go to like a back one. way it's looking right now. It's the it's the, it. uh,
1: it's the the old uh, one two <laughs> the
0: old one two three. but uh kata he was a young he was a young center back nothing nothing wrong with that but he made mistakes that young center backs make and unfortunately he got um taken away from the starting throne by josh williams in 2020 because once Wormgore got injured i thought oh this is kata's job now it's gonna be mensa and kata kata's gonna stay here for years and then when mensa leaves Kate is going to be the number one center back and you're going to kind of bring him up and show him the ways, but he just, he made a lot of young center back mistakes. He just, he was really energetic. He had a ton of excitement back there, but that causes issues when offenses run behind you. And he was a little fiery. Sometimes I think his tackling, which I love players like that, but you need to be able to balance that with distribution, And you got to
1: keep that. You got to keep that reined in too. I mean, you're no good to us. If you're uh you're getting red cards or if you're uh, accumulating yellows or yep. you know whatever the case may be
0: yeah um, so that's fairly well I hope we sign more players I hope I'm really busy on massive report in the next couple of weeks I hope I have a lot of articles I have to write
1: I, I like that I texted you this afternoon like oh hey look we got rid we uh, sold <laughs> Cada," and then you just sent me a screenshot of an out of an article you've written on massive report like an hour previously and I was just like, "Oh, okay."
0: Thanks. It was a dick move. I shouldn't have said to. I was in a bad place. I'm sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to do it like that. I didn't mean no, to I do thought it like was, that.
1: I thought it was great. I, I laughed my ass off.
0: Okay, well, then I'll take it. I, I remove the apology and I'm putting it on my resume or CV if you're over in England listening. I don't know why I sound like Russell Brand there. I'm <laughs> the very Russell Brand-esque. <laughs> you did it wasn't how was, i pitched enough there we go i finally like bust Jimmy into uh, doing russell
1: brand. A- african was the name of that song african child i don't know that song
0: that sounds you, scandalous
1: it was in one of the mo- one of the movies that had russell brand in it oh i haven't
0: seen many movies that russell brand is in yeah. anyway uh um, he's a wet spam supporter
1: oh god is he really i think he is he's oh there. god I knew I, I knew he's, something he's about He's from
0: London, of course he is. He I like
1: bubbles. I knew some <laughs> bubbles. I still I need to find out what the bubbles are about. Um to anyway. make
0: you get a false sense of security until they shiv you. That's
1: that's completely fair. We all uh we all saw um Green
0: Street hooligans, so Ugh, yeah sure okay let's let's not romanticize violence anymore speaking of shivving, let's talk about u.s soccer shall we
1: <laughs> that's a hell of a segue so uh our our good friends there at
0: the u.s women's national team and now hey. had had an announcement uh today especially a there, casey krueger tierna davidson and mal Pugh.
1: <laughs> especially them
0: yeah not not juilliard
1: um <laughs> <and>
0: then, <laughs> US women's i'm doing national the salt team. meme i'm doing the salt meme
1: mm, okay go ahead so much salt the u.s women's national team announced the she believes cup oh. this uh for this upcoming year which uh you know we had last year it was a lot of fun it was kind of a good warm-up yeah. uh headed into the world cup well uh they announced it this oh, season and um the reaction was mild to say the mech, least
0: mech, mech. Wow. it was uh
1: instead of the crowd going wild the crowd was going mild um
0: <laughs> the crowd so went mild
1: looks like hulkamania is running mild
0: <laughs> is that is that from like a a jobber thing is that from a, a set back in the 90s or something i'm sure they said that
1: no it was an episode of did you ever see this show Robot Chicken?
0: I have seen. That's the one Seth Green was big. Yeah, in, right? Seth like Green was, with like uh, the,
1: the claymation and the action yeah. figures and stuff. Um, they did an episode parodying like Hogan Knows Best. And it was like a fake commercial for his reality show. And it, they're like at the dinner table. And it's like, looks like Hulkamania is running mild. Oh, <laughs> and Hulk goes okay. like, who wants peas?
0: <laughs> well, this is kind of the who wants peas. Of com- um, competitors in the Leaf Cup. I think this is more the Brussels sprouts. Um, oh, don't uh, throw don't throw a under the bus like that. <laughs> put Brussels sprouts on tacos. For the love of God, we love you, Bryant. Back up, Bryant, the bub. But keep those Brussels sprouts out of here, man. The only place Brussels sprouts belong is in the garbage. Uh, I like eating them <laughs> as a vegetable, but don't put them on a taco. Don't pretend that you made tacos and put Brussels sprouts in them, or else i got to have words with you.
1: Now they're garbage. Uh, so back to the She Believes Cup. Uh, the U.S. will be playing a series of friendlies uh, against a few clubs here. Of course, all taking place because we are in February. Uh, they'll be all taking place in Texas and California yeah. because they're weak and soft mm. and don't want to play in some real weather on a rainy Wednesday in Stoke
0: <laughs> or Cleveland. Hey, I want them to play in Columbus. So I don't have to drive very far and <laughs> I could get a media them, I want them to play in like a foot
1: of snow in Cleveland. Yeah. Get some <laughs> pierogi. Oh, oh hell yeah. 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 Just like some lake effect snow. like <laughs> <laughs> okay. though, though, given some of the competition, a few of them might be comfortable in that. So the competition That's that we're true. bringing in this year includes uh, the Czech Republic, uh, Iceland, featuring, uh, of course, their infamous coach. Uh,
0: the dentist dancing
1: exactly thank you and uh our good friends down in new zealand uh home of flight of the concords Mm -hmm. um will be joining the united states for the she believes cup um so yeah we all have that that to look forward to the reaction was um like we said pretty mild people are not real enthralled to see us um i'm gonna go ahead and say we're gonna throttle uh (laughs) all three of
0: those clubs I think I New Zealand could be. I think New Zealand's the closest thing we have to competition in this, but it's not much.
1: Um, a, right. we, a lot of people were really disappointed this year not to see England, um, yeah. but apparently England started their own uh, tournament. After, because... Yeah,
0: a couple of years ago they left. Um, they left because they kept getting beaten by the United. States. I think they won it one year out of the four years they did it, but they were just sick of being upended by the colonists.
1: And this article I'm reading has some fun stats. So let's let's throw a few fun stats about our history with some of these teams, shall I we? I love fun. So the US, the USA's meeting with the Czech Republic will mark just the second ever meeting between the teams. The only other meeting was back in 2000. The U.S. defeated the Czech Republic 8-1 to one <laughs> in Australia.
0: That was the year after we won the, the World Cup there. Um, the That's U.S.
1: Tough. did play the former Czechoslovakia once, that coming in a 0-0 tie in 1988, the year I was born. Hey. that And here's the fun part of that stat. That makes Czechoslovakia the only country on earth to not have a losing record against the U.S. women's national team.
0: Wow, that is a fun fact. I had fun.
1: Now now they don't exist anymore because they're yeah. now the Czech Republic.
0: Yeah, check yourself
1: before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you riggity wreck yourself. Rickety exactly. Rickety. Um, so the U.S. has played Iceland 14 times. The five most recent meetings have come over the years at the Algarve Cup in yeah. Portugal. The teams have not met since a brutally physical nil-nil draw. In 2015. Brutally physical. All right. So let's go. Like, uh, you know, like like Wolf the dentist there, they like to mix it up a little bit, apparently. They, you know, they play a little, little edge to them. Okay.
0: Throw some bows, man.
1: Um, the last time we played Iceland on U.S. soil was in 2006, a 2 1 win in Richmond, Virginia. Hey, RVA. And the goal. You want to go ahead and guess who scored the late, dramatic, 89th minute uh, goal?
0: Does she hate FedEx and she the does working not, class?
1: She does not hate FedEx or the working class that we know of.
0: Um, Megan Rapinoe.
1: It was Abby Wambach. Oh, Abby!
0: No, she does not hate the working class. No, she doesn't want to hate the working class.
1: Seems like, uh, seems like good people. We're not going to read. I'm not going to read the next stat because it involves Carly Lloyd. Ugh. And you know, Ugh.
0: <laughs> You warriors, the, you keyboard warriors. Yeah, she's, she was one. She was woke away from filling out my MAGA bingo card.
1: <laughs> uh, the U.S. has played New Zealand eighteen <laughs> times. Most recently, a 6-1 victory on July 24th at group play in the 2020 Olympics.
0: Hey, yeah, better than the old Zealand. Let's yeah.
1: Do hey, we got goals in that game from Rose Lavelle. Shout out to John. Lindsay Horan, Kristen Press, and Alex Morgan. And there were two own goals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where oh, they went. the Yeah, Chicago transferred them to the Olympics. Yeah. I think it's just social distancing from defense. I think that's what it really is on an old goal, but so, uh, we're not going to talk about the Spurs again. Sorry. Yeah, no, Let's. you know, if
1: we're going to talk about depressing things, let's get really depressing. <laughs> um, so the that's coming up. Are you excited for that cup Thomas? Uh, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll watch some highlights. I'm sure we'll, uh, maybe break it down especially if something crazy happens like if they were pretty much i feel like the only re- only time anybody's going to pay attention to this is if they lose a game
0: i want to see if uh, trinity rodman is part of it that, i want to see who they pick i think that's more exciting to me is who they pick all the times though you could be a little afraid because it is on the west coast that oh man i hope you know we're able to watch these matches at a decent time they're very east coast um <laughs> Well, no, actually, no. USA versus Czech Republic is on 11 p.m. I'm not watching that. Yeah, I'm not Um, staying up for that. USA Um, versus New Zealand on the 20th at 3 p.m. I think I can do that. And then February 23rd, USA versus Iceland at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I might do that. I might do half of that. I might do half of that, but I'm not watching February 17th. You're not going to pay me to stay up to watch USA versus Czech. Unless I get a job writing about soccer before February 17th, which seems unlikely, then I will stay up. But that's because I'm being paid to.
1: Yeah, no, that's completely fair. You, you, I'm sure you can check Twitter the next day and see yeah. every bit of information you want to know about that match. Because I'm sure the uh, either the um, the happy clappers will be out and about talking about a dominant victory, or the trolls will come out of the uh, out of the their caves and uh, the bridge,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, and you know have plenty to say. we it will blame it on them being too woke or something.
0: Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Carly Lloyd's going to be a pundit. Is that what you're saying? God, just shoot me.
1: In case you can't tell, we're not big Carly Lloyd fans. This is not a Carly Lloyd Stan podcast.
0: No, uh, it's just I I wish she was back on the field and not on my team just so we didn't have to hear those takes. We said we weren't going to talk about this, though. So we're not going to get too detailed. I just don't like, I wish I know she was it sounds in the very, so I, could, so I could boo her. Oh man, that's rude. Um, it, it makes sense, but I know it sounds very well. She doesn't agree with what I agree with. So I don't like her, which I think that's definitely part of it. But I think there's a definite ignoring, ignoring of basic human dignity. Whenever you call somebody out because um, the box was left out. Well, how long was the box there? How long did you leave? Like, did, were you out and it? Just she ran? she was out of town, like she was on vacation. So don't you know what you can do? You can have a peel box. You can pay somebody to come to your huge ask, house and yeah, get your packages. I'm for sure you.
1: you're freaking loaded. Yeah, have uh. have you know? Offer somebody twenty bucks to come and you know. Hey, can you? Like, unless you're just a, you know a jerk, maybe you could ask a neighbor. Yeah. Like, hey, you mind you know grabbing those packages and throw them in your house for you since we're gonna be gone for a few days? Um, <sighs> yeah. So, moving right along, as <laughs> that, they said,
0: That Twitter thread said, was more exciting than the She Believes Cup. Yeah, said.
1: way way more the way more reactions to it. Um, we'll move on. Speaking of the NWSL and hey. uh, and women's soccer, let's move on to some bold predictions. <laughs> um we we've decided that we want to just make a few like bold predictions give our ideas for you know what we think might happen mm-hmm. um with the two main teams that we talk about on the show that being the crew and the red stars right. um we can kind of start with the red stars first and no um i think we've decided that hiring a coach does not count as a uh, <laughs> as a bold prediction um we think they're eventually going to hire one so
0: maybe kind of sort of as the days go on, it will become a bold prediction.
1: Yeah, the longer this goes on, this could become a, bold, a bolder prediction, and we'll, we'll certainly revisit that as we need to. But, yeah, for right now, I think we're going to say that hiring a coach is not a bold prediction.
0: Okay. And don't you kick us off. What do you think is a bold prediction for the Red Stars? What's Brian Caves' bold prediction for the Red Stars? I am
1: going to say a bold prediction for the Red Stars this year. Mal Pugh leads the league in goals this season.
0: Wow, that is bold. I think Mal,
1: I think she stays healthy. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to kind of, she's had a year within the team now to kind of build chemistry with some of the other players. I think she she had some really brilliant moments at times this season. Mm -hmm. I think next year, given the motivation of wanting to again, make that women's national team wanting to really submit her place yeah. on a women's national team where they're going to, where they've got, um, an aging group of, of forward players where she's probably got a little more of an opportunity maybe to work herself into that rotation.
0: And Lloyd's gone. You got, yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, Rapinoe's not getting any younger. I mean, Alex Morgan's not getting any younger. Like I think she really wa- is going to want to come in and put us, put her stamp, Mm. and say, hey, Black Co., you know, make damn sure that I'm on that team moving forward. Um, so I'm going to say that – I'm going to see Mal Pugh leads the NWSL in goals this season.
0: I like it. That is a bold prediction. My bold prediction is the Red Stars – I think this might be the year where they actually win the NWSL championship. Let's go. I think last year they had the taste of it. You already mentioned with Mal Pugh getting the um, familiarity, getting the chemistry down with their teammates, having another season of Watt and Pugh playing together is not going to hurt them. Definitely not going to hurt them having them play another season together. Fingers fingers
1: crossed by the time they do get to play, hopefully we'll have this COVID thing at least somewhat more under control so they can get into a little more of a rhythm.
0: Right. That was tough. And then the the Olympics last year really messed stuff up. Now there's still yeah. going to be some things for the United States this year, and I know that's going to – it's not going to be like a fluid thing where you're going to have them every match. But uh, I really think that their offense – another bull prediction, I'll go right into another one. I don't think their offense is going to dip. I think it's going to get better. And no, there's no offense to Katie Johnson or Mackenzie Doniak, but I don't really know if – that was really helping your offense. I know Katie Johnson had that Portland goal, which was, it was a pass. It was a cross. It was great. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Because they beat Portland in Portland. It was an awesome goal. I don't think it was meant to be a shot, but I, I think having a healthy Watt and a healthy Pew, and if you maybe move DiBernardo up into that other winger role, or you bring in somebody else, or you let one of the rooks do it, I... I think your offense could actually improve this year. Uh, I think it went down exponentially whenever you didn't have Watt in there, whenever Pew went out and you ex- replaced them with Johnson and Doniak, And then, again, I they're not on the team anymore, but I've said this whenever they were on the team. So I'm not trying to like stab somebody in the back. Once they left my one concern is on defense, but let's yeah. do, do you have another bull prediction about Chicago? Um, yeah, I
1: mean, I'm just trying to think of what else it could be. Like, I think they will sign another defender between, um, between now. I don't know if, how bold a prediction that is. Well, we need to especially up, yeah. shout out, you know, big congratulations. Didn't Casey Kruger just announce that she's pregnant? And that she's That she's expecting. So,
0: I think she's having twins, right? Isn't she? Right.
1: So, what's her timeline going to be?
0: for and the that, season.
1: Yeah. yeah, she's probably we're probably not going to see much of Casey this for at least a decent chunk of the season given, you know, having children and the maternity leave and and everything like that. So and
0: take as much time as you need, right? It's about you, it's about your life. Oh,
1: 100%. I mean, she's she's one of my favorite players on the team. Obviously, we have that Florida State connection. Um, but, you know, again, if just from a purely on the pitch standpoint, like that's another player an important player, a national team caliber player that you are probably not going to have for the season, for most of the, at least most of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's a concern.
0: I, I don't think it's as much of a concern because you have Tana Malazo and Aaron Wright as your fullbacks. Sure. They both bring incredible energy to it. We've taught, we turned into a Tana Malazo Stan account last, <laughs> last season, just because of her rookie campaign and how she just, kind of took the team by storm no i think in another year where you don't have a trinity rodman i think she could be like a, at least a finalist probably not win over somebody like an emily fox but definitely not trinity Rodman. I, I said this on the show she should have been an mvp candidate or i said it on women's sports matter i said she should have been an mvp candidate and rookie of the Year candidate just for all the things that she did on the field I, I think Malazzo and Wright, though, that would be a good – that's a good fullback combination there. That's Then you have Bianca St. George, too. Maybe – Maybe this know. is
1: BSG's chance,
0: yeah. Um, didn't go out west, which I was shocked. I was kind of surprised. Now, there's still time. She could be moved. There could be moves made. But I'm surprised that she didn't leave. Maybe because RD left. I'm not going to say his full name. Maybe because he left. Maybe now Bianca has a better chance. Because it seemed yeah. like last year, once BSG got the red card – right and she had a front like it's rory never put her in the game until the championship game where he put her in an extra time and then took her out an extra time that has to be so deflating for an athlete's psyche that is just awful garbage
1: for so many reasons um but yeah i mean i think we'll 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 hit on that team a lot more you know as the season gets a little excuse me the season gets a little closer but Um, Moving on, do you have what are your bold predictions for the crew this season?
0: I think we get more than four winger goals (laughs) Um, in the run of play. I got in trouble. Did I tell you I got in trouble last season a little bit? I tweeted something and I put it in a match recap. The crew had only scored, I think it was, I think wingers had only scored one time one or two times or something like that or it was their first winger goal and i got the communication person coming back at my editor saying no that's wrong that's wrong because pedro santos scored this goal this goal this goal and i was like no he scored from the penalty spot or he spoiled, scored when he was a fullback he was not at, at, in a winger position in the run of play i think luis diaz uh, well, might have contributed one of them that was like on a counter I, I
1: know i, I know etienne hmm. had a couple had had at least no, it was, one or
0: two. It was three or four. I think it was, was it? Yeah, okay. four winger goal. I think they scored more winger goals this year. and I think they stop the rotating left winger position. Mm, and I think okay. Pedro Santos stays there. Um, yeah, he stays there on the right-hand side, and then you have the left wing. I think that gets cemented. Um, I w- We talked about this at the Quarzman's Christmas party, which we'll get to ask Bam. My- this is another bold thing I would like to see. Move Zella Rayon into the left winger position, which probably doesn't happen now because you have Yaboa. If they didn't sign him, maybe move Nagby up to the 10. <laughs> let him <laughs> let it go through him because Zella Rayon always kind of drifts anyway, a little bit. Put him on the right and see what happens. But
1: speaking of uh, speaking of going Rayon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a big one out here. I think Zella Rayon takes that next step to uh, superstar status this year. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out here and I'm probably going to sound stupid at the end of the season, but Zella Rayon wins league MVP this year what? and the crew what? in leading the crew back to not only playoff contention, but the, the top half of the East, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say they they finish in first place, but I'm going to say they finish in the t- back in the top half of the East next year wow. behind an MVP. Type season. I'm I, like I said. I may be going crazy here. I may just be in the moment, getting a little excited. Beclaimed. But hey, I, I hope. I, and hey, I hope I'm right, and I very well likely will be wrong. But you know, let's go, <laughs> uh Armenian national team player. Yeah. You know, he uh he takes that next step because we've seen what he can do, especially on free kicks. The guy's a wizard on free
0: kicks. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I think he he scores some more goals from the run of play, um, gets some more gets some more assists in there too, kind of builds the numbers up a little more this season. Right. Um, and I think he really stands out as a top player in the league and is at the very least an MVP candidate, if not winning it.
0: Oh, I like that. That is bold. My head, my earphones almost came out. I, I fell back so far. I was like, what? That it, That it? That is a bold prediction. Not in a bold in a bad way. We're not asking for mold predictions or cold predictions. We're asking for bold predictions. And I think that is right in the alley of boldness right there. Right there. I got a second bold prediction. I think the crew will start the same starting 11 at least twice at some point next year. Because the 2021, they never started the same starting 11 in MLS regular season more than once. There's at least one change. I have the I have the Excel sheet to prove it. And there's at least one change in every single match. I think we have some consistency this year, and Thank I you. think
1: that consistency is going to go a long way toward success on the pitch.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm not
1: ready to give up on the uh, the Caleb Porter uh, experience, like some people uh, in crew oh, Twitter yeah. are. Um. So, yeah, I think those are some bold predictions obviously as the seasons get closer you know we're getting we're coming up on training camp for both teams pretty soon
0: february yeah we got a couple weeks three weeks or so
1: so you'll i'm sure we'll get some more uh season preview type stuff on both teams i'm sure we'll get some guests on to talk both red stars and and crew at some point um kind of as the season gets a little closer but you know, we just thought being the first pod of, uh, of the new year, we'd throw out uh, some bold predictions for the season. We can revisit these uh, at the end of the respective seasons and kind of see where
0: we landed. But I thought we'd have a little fun with it. I like that. No, that's great. I, I, I think those are very bold. And now we're going to move from our bold predictions to your bold questions because Brian and me, Brian, I know you already know this, but for the folks listening, this is your first time listening, or it is your 80th time listening, and you need a refresher. We're not really a podcast as much as we're a lifestyle brand, mm. right? Yeah, we're yeah. out here, not just talking at you, but we're really pushing the envelope on what a podcast is and we care about you. So one part of caring about you is we wanna help you. We wanna mm. make you a better you we're men of the people right
1: you know we're not right. we're not up in some uh hoity-toity uh you know we're
0: not ivory, ivory
1: tower ivory tower you know we we uh we put our pants you know on one leg at a time just like every other guy and we uh we're men of the people right we're, we're out here amongst you folks um answering your questions helping you out right so
0: that's what we're here for. And we're going to do that tonight, gosh darn it, Because in our hashtag AskBAM segment. You can use the hashtag AskBAM whenever you'd like, and we might even check the hashtag. And we're going to answer your questions. We also ask you every day that we're about to record, what do you need help with? What questions do you have? So let's dive right into them. We got a whole heap, man, of questions tonight. And Frank even jumped in at the 11th hour, like Coventry United's new owner. And even drop some questions right at the last second. Um, we're going to start with Alexander Dumas or dumbass. Uh, at Alex Dumas, 1995. I don't think, uh, not a dumbass at all. There's an old commercial where this guy's, st- I don't even know what the commercial's for, but he's talking to. A, he's in uh, like a
1: job interview or he something. Is, and the, uh, and uh, like, I get the
0: job, Mr.
1: Dumbass. Uh, d- I'd be a great asset to dumbass and dumbass.
0: And he said the names at the end of the i think it's a snickers commercial because he's hungry and he's overconfident i don't know why but his question to us at brian me what a burger or in and out and then he and then he added robbie rogers first off before i let brian answer this question why are you bringing robbie into this this is he's not on this episode why would you bring him into this? Brian, what's yeah. your answer to this question? I have a simple answer, but you go first. I
1: Well, um, I know what your answer is going to be. And my answer is <laughs> somewhat similar. I have had one of them. <laughs> um, I've had Whataburger and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it both sober and drunk. We actually, we had a Whataburger in Tallahassee when I was in college. And then we had one in Gainesville for a little while. And it, it's, it's delicious. Um, you know, we had a water burger and some water fries and got a water coke, and you know, it was a good time. Um, Alyssa has had In and Out and says uh, it is a um, it says says it is as, as amazing as everybody uh, makes it out to be. It is. yes, yeah, she said it lives up to the hype. For her to um, say
0: that, that's a big compliment because Alyssa does, is very yeah. to the point. She is. She doesn't coat.
1: So she, yeah, she says it does live up to the hype, but because I've only had one of them myself, I would have to go with Whataburger.
0: I haven't had either of them. I haven't had Whataburger oriented now. That's fair. I, I, I choose Swanson's. Next question. LeBron James <laughs> Ooh, is for boy. a burger. Galley boy. Ooh, let's get some. Oh, I, need a, I need a galley boy in my life. Next one. I need, from, some tato, I need some Tato teasers. Oh, potato teasers. Oh, and then the pumpkin milkshake. My, my go-to fall order. And I usually only go to Swanson's in the fall when they have the pumpkin milkshake, but I get a galley boy. Potato teasers with cider ranch and a pumpkin milkshake. Mm. That's some good eatings right there. The uh, dumbass
1: dumb commercial, by the way, AW
0: root beer. I would have never guessed that. That's a no, me commercial because you don't remember what the product is.
1: <laughs> No, I remember the commercial, but don't remember at all that it was for AW root beer.
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, next from Soccer Noob at Soccer Noob USA. Really awesome podcast where one half the soccer noob is learning about soccer by watching soccer all around the world. And then person noob, the nine-year-old co-host daughter of Soccer Noob, is a noob as a person, and she's growing, so she's learning about geography and stuff. Really great podcast, much better than ours. And I still have that picture of Aaron Rodgers getting a vaccine, <laughs> which is a great picture. That's a person noob wrote for you. he has a lot of questions on here. Um, we're actually gonna come back to soccer noob later because he has another one later on in here. I just copied and pasted them in the order I got them. So uh We'll get back to you. Should I have taken that promotion? Definitely.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Unless I will give a caveat to that. If it was more responsibility in the same amount of pay, tell him to go to hell.
0: Damn right. We don't take lateral moves. Okay. You need to tell the man that you deserve that money and you need more of it. Am I hearing a spiritual calling to ministry?
1: I mean, that's, that's between you and you know and you and god or you and you know whatever whatever you know your belief system belief system Mm is um i say if you're if you do feel like you're feeling that call to ministry
0: go for it go for it that's what people of minnesota do go for it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah go for it eh? i turn them into canadians they're pretty much diet canadians should i go for create a job for myself as play-by-play guy for lexington kentucky's league one 2023 team hell yeah yeah, dude. Absolutely. Where should when, I have lunch, Swanson's. Because <laughs> I'm really hungry for I a mean, burger now. Where
1: is Soccer Noob? Where does Soccer Noob live? Kentucky. Do we know? Kentucky.
0: A couple hours outside of Louisville.
1: A couple hours outside of Louisville. Um, yeah, Probably I mean, I don't, team. I don't know enough of what's in Kentucky. Uh,
0: is Kentucky the South, technically? Do you consider Kentucky the South? I consider, I souvenir? consider
1: the t- Kentucky where the South ends. So yes, I consider uh, Kentucky part of the South. I once you get into Ohio, I think Ohio is the dividing line, at least in that area. Um, like if okay. you move if you move east, like I consider Virginia part of the south, but DC <laughs> is kind of the kind of the dividing line there.
0: Rural Virginia, I think is the south. Once you get into Richmond and stuff. I think it yeah, becomes less it southern. Like it's, it's like Arlington or Columbus. It's a transplant town. Well, and the
1: well the running joke in Florida, you know, some people don't consider Florida part of the South, but because the running joke in Florida is the further South you go, the further North you go.
0: <laughs> oh, that is so true. Um, where should uh, we already answer that? Where did I leave my pants? Follow up. Did I have a good time?
1: Yes. And um, dude, where's my car?
0: Check the freezer. That's all I'm going to say. Check the mm. freezer. Uh, from Eric Neal. Oh, I'm sorry. Two Rash Challenges podcast. Might have been Dave. Wink, wink. I can't yeah. wink, so I say wink. At Rash underscore podcast. Why has Klopp turned into a whiny baby from a likable teddy bear?
1: He's taken on the persona of the fan base that he uh, coaches for. Oh,
0: my gosh. Ooh, that hurt my back. Oh, oh can, I need, can you grab that knife, please? It's right in there. It's right in my back, <laughs> and I and I know whiny and
1: entitled because I'm a Tottenham fan, so I can, oh, <laughs> so I can say
0: it. Well, you can't say title
1: and entitled. <laughs> well, that's that's true. We cannot put the title in entitled.
0: I'm going to tell you a little story.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: The Boston Red Sox, which is not no in in no way connected to FSG. I'm not doing that. The Boston Red Sox, if you remember, they had. Um, David Ortiz. They had Johnny Damon with the long beard and the long yeah, hair. Yeah,
1: sure. Kevin Millar. They had
0: Kurt Schilling before we all knew he was a piece of crap uh, and the bloody sock and all that. The Boston Red Sox, before they won that title, it was hard not to love them. They had personalities. They came back from 0 3 down against the Yankees. They David were, they what was, was the name
1: of that team? The Idiots.
0: Did the they call idi- themselves yeah, the Idiots? Idiots. Yeah. David Ortiz single-handedly pretty much brought them from the brink of being knocked out by the Yankees, came back against the Yankees after years of like Aaron F and Boone and all oh, this God. different history between I'm, the getting, Red dude, Sox. I'm
1: getting like chills, like just Willis. talking yep. about it. Like that, that 30 for 30, that's one of the best 30 for thirties ever. If you've not seen it.
0: I liked, I liked the Boston Red Sox. I, I, I it was a story that I could root for. Outside of Cleveland, you know, it was Cleveland oh, more. I could root for Boston. You know what changed it though? When they started winning, when they started winning, when the Red Sox started winning, when they won that world series, I went from, Oh, look at this, you know, lovable group of losers to look at these world series champions. Fuck them. <laughs> I hate them. I hate their guts. And well, they stopped winning. They started winning.
1: It doesn't help that the Patriots were also winning at the time. Oh, yeah, I think the, the Celtics, Celtics got a title in there. The, yeah. I think the Bruins. I is think
0: to, it's possible.
1: I want to yeah. say the Bruins got a title in there too I somewhere. Think
0: I think they did. So. I, everything about the Red Sox though. Really, like, Johnny Damon ended up leaving. He went to the Yankees, blah, blah. But David Ortiz was still there. He still had a lot of personalities. But they had pretty much the same team. But I went from loving them to hating them like that. So let me tell you about Jurgen Klopp. Since they've hired him, he's always shared his opinions. He's always said what he's thinking. He's not a guy who really, like, hides stuff. He always says what he's thinking. The only thing that's changed for you, Eric Neal, is that Jurgen Klopp started winning. And when Jurgen Klopp started winning, you started hating him. And now he's a whiny baby because you're a Newcastle supporter and Newcastle is worse than Tottenham. So you just feel jealous. He's the same person he's been the whole time, but you are just jealous. There you go. Mike. drop. I have to pick it back up, though. I didn't really drop it. We have more questions. Um, <laughs> Homer Olsen. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> <laughs> Homer Olsen at Homer Drizzy. Home drizzy, excuse me. Is there one sport you could successfully play on a professional level? What would it be? And what team would you play for in said sport? This is second place for best question of the episode. Yeah,
1: this is a strong question. I thought about this a lot.
0: I did think a lot, but go ahead. I'll think while you're talking.
1: I, the first thing that popped into my mind, just because I think it, it just seems like a lot of fun to be a member of one of these teams is a baseball like middle reliever
0: uh bullpen gang hanging out yeah just like a
1: bullpen guy like because baseball the baseball players seem like they have the most fun together yeah um like and i just think it'd be fun to be like one of those like middle relief guys that comes in in like the the sixth inning or you know seventh inning and throws like 101 for like three you know for like three <laughs> batters and then just goes and sits back down and
0: oh, i've seen know. terry francona bring in middle relievers one time like a guy threw one pitch and then he took him out <laughs> one That's... pitch he got the guy out and took him out that is a dream job right that, or,
1: that or i was going to say one of those um like backup nfl quarterbacks
0: Oh, like
1: okay. like a Chase Daniel or something like Chase Daniel, oh, Mizzou, the,
0: Mizzou classic, right? Yeah, is. Mizzou
1: legend Chase Daniel has been in the league like ten years, and Chase Daniel has made like forty million dollars,
0: for over his career,
1: and he's barely played. The dude has yeah. barely taken a hit, but wow. has made like forty million, like just an, an, some ungodly amount of money. You
0: know, it to, hasn't taken a hit. His bank account.
1: Mm, sure as hell not.
0: Uh, uh, that sounds great. Okay. I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to take you back to the, the Thomas Costello childhood. When I was a small, big headed uh, kid, like I am now, my head's the same size. It was when I was born, I use a wheelbarrow. I have very strong neck muscles, but when I was a kid, I wanted to play basketball. That was actually my first sport. Love. Like I collected baseball cards and I watched baseball. I watched a little bit of football, Americana. I didn't watch any soccer because I was born in Northeast Ohio to a family of Clevelanders. I wanted to play basketball. Actually. I I found the love myself and I, that was all I wanted to do. I tried out in middle school and I had a pretty good shot. I was actually pretty good at shooting until they made us do suicides. And after, during the, we had two days of tryouts, the first day of tryouts when we did the suicides at the end of the tryout, I was like, I'm not coming back. I'm coming back i'm done i have to run this much i'm done so if i would have stuck with it I, I wouldn't have done anything i wouldn't have been great i would have enjoyed playing but i um i would probably be a basketball player do you know who paul shirley is no not right offhand so i got into this author named chuck klosterman he writes about kind of sociology uh, so, uh rock music culture tv mostly rock music right write for about.
1: the the ringer right
0: he did. He wrote for um, whatever Bill Simons, Grantland. He was one of the first people. Grantland. Grant that's Land. right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's written for all these different places, but he wrote an intro for this book called Can I Keep My Jersey? It's this guy named Paul Shirley who played for Iowa State, the Cyclones. And he made it to the NBA, but he was a journeyman. And he never like he would get 10 day contracts every so often. He was always invited to training camps. And one of the stories in the book is whenever he was gone from a team like can I keep my jersey? That was the idea was he <laughs> oh, went to nice. so many different teams and he even played in Russia, he played in Europe. He has a story about driving in Russia and how frightening it was like for his life. Um, <laughs> but I messaged him way back in the myspace days and I was talking about, yeah, I wanted to be a basketball player and stuff. and he he, he didn't give a crap because i was like a teenager and he was like i don't care what you're saying but he i bought his book so i think he replied um i probably would have been a guy like that i would have been somebody who was traveling team to team never made a team if i you know was talented or practiced or was taller than six feet um if i could keep my shot going maybe but um, you'd have been like
1: a uh d2 like
0: college a, kid I
1: like think. a kyle corver you know, like a, a guy who just literally your only job is to like go directly to the corner and I would and take, be, re- if and I be could ready to shoot job, a three.
0: I will be Kyle Corver, Ray Allen. That's what I would do. I don't want to do all the stuff Steph Curry does. He, <laughs> he, he does like off, he does a lot more. Often. I just want to be like you said, stand there, throw me the <laughs> rock, go directly oh, okay. to the
1: corner, be ready to shoot a three. Like that's um, literally okay. all you do. Play a little, you should have to play some defense too, but
0: yeah. Um, you you would. I would be the guy that when they blew the whistle at the end of the game, or towards the end of the game when they were doing timeouts, when the team went from offense to defense, I'd be the guy like, peace. (laughs) They bring in like the six-five, the defender to come in. So, so you'd be James Harden. Hey! 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 Now, hey! Now, let's talk about another question from Soccer Noob now because we've been talking. I don't know how long it feels like a long time. Here's this last question: How far does Major League Soccer have to go before they are a buying league instead of a selling league? Given that's likely a long ways off, what steps need to be taken or phenomenon need to happen? Brian, do you want to take part? Of this I have an idea, um, but I'm gonna let you go first. Let Europe, you. You just Europe. go Europe
1: is completely just like, there's another bubonic plague in Europe is just completely taken out. Um, short of that, I can't really think of a way that the MLS like surpass. I just don't think that's their goal. Like, I don't, I don't think their goal is to be the best league in the world. I think it's no. a, it's a big ass Ponzi scheme. Like it's a Ponzi slash real estate scheme. So that's not what they want to do. So I don't think it's ever going to be, especially too, because our best athletes aren't playing soccer. Our best athletes are playing yeah. football. They're playing basketball. They're playing, you know, a lot of our. We've got so many. Like that's something I feel like not enough people talk about is, like, soccer does not have as much. It, it's it's growing among right. younger people, but it's, you've yeah. still got a lot of your best athletes are going into are going into football and going into basketball, because that's what they've always done. Um, and that, that transition that people have talked about, at least with athletes going from uh, American football to soccer um, because of concerns of long, you know, the long-term repercussions of the sport
0: mm-hmm.
1: hasn't happened yet. Not yeah. saying it couldn't happen. And that, I think that would go a long way as well. Um, I also think the U S having some success in the world cup again would go a long way toward making the MLS a bigger, a bigger league. Um, But I just, I, the European, the sport, it's the biggest sport in in the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, And those clubs all have so much history and so much money and so much of just a built in, um, advantage over time, that, and and I just don't think the MLS—that's their goal.
0: No, I, I would agree with that. When you talk about Europe, and you talked a little bit earlier about the aura of just having a coffee in Italy, and how that gives an aura about you as a player. There's definitely a huge aura, and I think there's a huge media leaning towards that. Which, whenever you're a kid growing up. I want to play for Barcelona. I want to play for Real Madrid. I want to play for, you know, even you could say Man United because of how big they've been and stuff and the the media attention they get. Recently, I'm just going to use an example: The Guardian, which is the one of the UK, you know, newspaper websites. They listed their top hundred women's players, and there was such a heavy lean towards any European team. Right? I don't think there was. I think the closest was number eighteen with Christine Sinclair, just because she was on the Olympic team that won the gold medal. They don't pay attention over here. And I think your best players are going to be wanting to go to the best teams in the world. Yeah. And like you said before, financially, they're not going to be able to compete. Menelists can't compete. I think the only thing they're here to do, and Don Garber is a really good job of doing this, is getting a really good TV deal. Mm-hmm. And also, like you said, the real estate piece, they keep growing the league because the more teams you get in, the more new stadiums you build, the more markets you have for television, they're just emulating the, uh, the United States sports market.
1: Yeah, the, the NFL, the NBA, Major League they're turning days, like, into, yeah. yeah,
0: that's all they're doing. It's If they get to a part where they're comfortable with the money, which is what they are, you have investment firms buying teams in the United States because they can flip it. You can buy oh, yeah. it. You can get you can get a stadium that most cities, the, the city place pays for. Now in Columbus, the Haslam's picked up most hundreds of millions of dollars. So kudos to them. The only money we had to pay were for utilities and roads and pipes, which is what we had to pay for anyway, just getting to the stadium. But um, I think you're getting a lot of complacent people in in leadership, and there's no real benefit to being the best team in the league you don't have they're making like the nation's league against league mx i think it's going to be continental i don't think it's going to be intercontinental i think it's not it's not going to stretch to europe i don't think people are going to wake up to watch the nation's cup it's all for tv deals and you know what this tv deal is going to do to teams it's going to make them even more complacent if you start making more money why do i have to like there's no incentive for me to play better. I think the one way, and this is a long shot. If you're thinking about the Avengers movie, I've watched 14 million different ways that this can end. 14, 605 <laughs> ways this can end. How many actually work? One. one. Yeah. I think that if, if the USL can actually compete, and this is a very far off. This is not like Endgame. This is not going to be time machine-like stuff. I think if USL can actually compete, if their markets can stay strong, if they can build their markets, and they do a successful, somewhat form of pr- promotion relegation, if they can sell that, if they get TV deals off of it, and they're moving to a European calendar, which I don't know climate-wise with global warming, maybe it's going to be perfect, and maybe they'll be. So I mean, warm. hell, it
1: was what sixty degrees in Ohio I saw on Christmas Day. Yeah,
0: it was warm. People are like, "Oh, Ohio winter." No, it's it was like in the sixties on Christmas. Yeah, it was. Not fun. I didn't like it.
1: I had shorts and and a t-shirt on at New Year's here in North Carolina. Like It was
0: windy today, but I went on, I got the mail in shorts and a t-shirt. I really wasn't that cold. It wasn't that bad. But uh, we digress every single time. If USL can sustain this and they're already going to get a good TV, they could get some kind of good TV deal because they're going to be opposite of MLS. They're not going to be running up against MLS. You're going to have the USL championship usl you know one to their structure if they move to promotion relegation and that really captures fans attention like they want it to or if they can keep their momentum going and they get better tv deals they start to build stadiums and whatnot i think that could be something that challenges mls but i really don't at this point i think mls is too embedded to if i to just go away i don't see them growing to the point where you're saying soccer noob where they're able to be a buyer and if I'm one of the best players in the world and I get a choice between Tottenham and New York Red Bulls, I'm probably going to go to Tottenham. Well, look, look one, of to our, one of the most promising
1: players on our men's national team, uh, what's his name, Pep? Ricardo Pepe. Uh, Pepe. Ricardo Pepe, Pepe. Just announced he's going from FC Dallas, who is the uh, an MLS club.
0: To like they have like the best academy, best youth system in the league, Bundesliga club that no one had heard of. Augsburg, I think they're one of the like bottom half teams too.
1: It's like it's like a like you can go play at one of the worst teams in the Bundesliga, and it's going to be a huge step up for him compared to playing at at FC Dallas.
0: It's a feeder. It's MLS becomes a feeder league either. Players come here from Central or South America. They come here young, like you can look at an Almiron or even Milton Valenzuela. He comes here young, young Argentinian, comes here, and now he wants to go either back to South America to a bigger team or overseas to Europe. Almiron went over to Newcastle. You pick Newcastle over staying at an MLS Cup winning team. I think we're a feeder league and the best we're going to get is these 30 maybe late 20s year old players but look at trent alexander arnold he was playing first team champions league football at 19 years old are you ever going to tell me that a 20 year old who could play over in europe on a number like a a top tier team would come to mls i could never see that happening
1: you're going to make way more money over there you're going to be able to play full time over there you're going to get better access to coaching and you're gonna get better
0: better tournaments better better tournaments you're gonna you're gonna play
1: against the better competition you're gonna get better facilities better Mm -hmm. you're gonna go to a club with a lot more history you're gonna you know a fan base that quite honestly cares a hell of a lot more than I mean we talked about we've talked about you know Columbus you know there are some most of those athletes can walk or most of the people on the crew let's be honest can walk around Columbus and most people aren't going to say a word to him.
0: I've said hi to Will Trappin in, in and Chipotle and nobody else said a thing to him. Nobody else knew who
1: like, he was. And he was, you know, one of your captains. I mean, like, so it's it's just not a, you know, people, the people that do care, I think care a lot. Yeah. But it's what, maybe the fourth biggest league the fifth biggest <sighs> league. I mean, you can. Hmm. I think you can make it. Obviously, the N- MLB is bigger NBA and the NFL oh, are in bigger. the United
0: States. Oh, yeah, no, in the United States, I think it's, no, I think it's I bigger mean, than NHL. I think it's going yeah I bigger mean, than NHL. I think I, I think would put it fourth with maybe Major League Baseball coming in at third, I th- with th- NBA yeah, oh, second, I, NFL first.
1: I, yeah, I think that's right. Um, so yeah, I just I don't. Plus, like I said, I just don't think that's their goal. I don't think they want no. to do what's necessary to do that.
0: I don't think so at all. Um, Let's talk to Derek Helling sports. Good question. Soccer new. We had a lot of good, robust conversation on that. Um, At D Helling sports or his Twitter name is currently my mom's son, Rose. Oh, uh, with the Rose emoji. It just said Rose. Uh, At Brian me is the spirit of Massachusetts. really the spirit of America. Did you end up watching this commercial, Brian? I did not. Well, I'll, watch, I'll talk to you through it. First, it looks like a Jeep Wrangler commercial because the first two or three scenes are just Jeep Wranglers driving around. In, in, in it's, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> it is a homage to the state of Massachusetts. This is an old 80s, 90s commercial for people to come to Massachusetts. Sp- it's, it's labeled the spirit of Massachusetts. It's a lot of really white people. Okay. Telling you to come to Massachusetts, it's it's got history and shopping and antiques and blah blah blah, um, is really the spirit of America. If that is the spirit of America, I am really afraid. This is like the Stepford Wives prequel. I think that's the spirit of
1: Massachusetts. I mean, I've I've watched enough like Boston themed uh, movies over the years, so. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. The spirit of Massachusetts. I've been to Massachusetts, been to Boston. It was a
0: Gilmore Girls, Massachusetts. not a Boston, Massachusetts. It uh, was not downtown. It was very small country town with the gazebo in the middle of town. That kind of thing.
1: I've uh, spent some time out on Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Which is that. A lovely place. Highly recommend Cape Cod. It's going to
0: disappear in the next 50, 75 it, years. It probably yeah.
1: will. So get out there. Went whale watching off the coast of massachusetts which was just one of the most incredible experiences i've ever had in my life um we saw like humpback whales and stuff it was really freaking cool um <laughs> but yeah i know I'm, I'm also uh i'm also eight years old um <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna go with yes i'm gonna say the spirit of massachusetts i like massachusetts Alyssa's uh her best friend from college lives in just outside of boston awesome. So Boston we're, uh, she lives in uh Foxborough. Mm-hmm.
0: I like them apples, all right. There, Kellen, thank for your question. Next one, Shawshank SC uh, Medina Zone, Shawshank SC Independent Supporters Group. Who's your favorite hashtag crew96 independent supporters group? parentheses hint dash, it's, it's us. Close parentheses, it's
1: um, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, first of all, I don't know what independent means. I was so gonna just- ask
0: you, what do you mean by independent? Like. Are there dependent? Oh, shouldn't all support group be dependent? Do you know woman? what that it's means? Charlie's Angels soundtrack, all Independent the women, women baby, in baby, baby. Throw, throw your, your hands, hands up on baby Oh, um, the fun is making money. Throw man, your hands up
1: baby. baby. Girl, I didn't know you could get down like that. Charlie's
0: Angels Uh
1: classic, good song. um yeah, I—I I mean, obviously, we're—we're we're slightly biased as members of a. Uh, <laughs> a is that what he means? Is that Ooh. like? Or you talk
0: about groups outside of Columbus?
1: I mean, because if we're technically going...
0: the Nordic is anybody who's a crew supporter. It's very—it's not like a corner of the stadium anymore. They changed that like years ago in 2018, 2019. they were like, no, Nordic is anybody who's this crew supporter. Is it-
1: Is it like not officially recognized by the club kind of thing? So I think Queen Anne's Revenge is like, is Queen Anne's Revenge, Queen Quar is officially recognized by the club, I think. So they have
0: a slot on the Nordec website. Does that count? Like is Shawshank
1: um, not officially recognized by the club? If so, I'm going to go, you know what? Hell yeah, let's go. uh, Let's go Shawshank SC. It's uh, the Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies. I've seen it a thousand times.
0: Okay, okay, that's that's fine by me. Um, also, uh,
1: pronouncing the city Medina always makes me laugh because I think of the Tone Loke song, uh, Funky, called Medina, which is a song that is uh, that is not aged well. If you listen to the lyrics,
0: this beats my recital. That's tricky, actually. That's not. That is tricky.
1: Yeah, it's right, DNC <sighs>
0: I'm, I'm in the ball pack. Alright, I'm in Fenway. Uh, favorite group? I, I can't. I can't choose favorite group. Sorry, Shawshank. You want a you Chris scarf from us. What else do you want from us? Good Lord. God, what else do you want from me? Um, Alright, Felix underscore underscore junior. Happy birthday to Felix senior, by the way, he had just had his birthday a couple days ago. Happy ber- uh, birthday to Felix, the prequel. Great person. Great guy. Uh, where can I get a thousand brown M&Ms to fit a Grandy glass in Sri Lanka, formerly Kellyan, Kalon? This is from Wayne's World 2. Now, if Brian, if you have not seen Wayne's World and can remember it, I know you do have a favorite quote from Wayne's World 2, which um, the floor is yours. What's your favorite quote from Wayne's World 2? Um,
1: and I use this all the time. I say I'm going to cross my T's and dot my
0: lowercase <laughs> lower- J's. <laughs> Because he had, like, an eye issue. Yeah. The guy who... There the was, the was like, a person at the office. Had the a lazy... Ha, yeah, had, like, a lazy eye or something. Like, I don't remember yeah. exactly what, but... Uh, the Wayne's World 2 is forgettable at the best. <laughs> the best review is that it's forgettable. So I, I reject your question, Felix. And may God have mercy on your soul. Next question, also from Felix. <laughs> to Brian Me, How can non-competitive the She Cup will be faced with rolling eyes? Uh, I think we that horse is dead and thoroughly beaten we are not
1: excited to make a to make a simpsons reference since it is felix
0: after all stop stop it's already dead (laughs) what's in the place think of the children i did a different simpsons reference but same idea uh tanya disario carmen friend of the pod uh topic for your discussing pleasure why the heck is the weather in ohio sold by polar zany face emoji uh, because it's ohio i don't know and the the globe is warming and everything is crazy uh, we have not gotten any snow here and the mid-atlantic has been uh, like buried in snow that's just we just have to expect crazy weather patterns and um hopefully the f- generations in the future don't hate us too much for completely ruining the planet
1: did you see the movie water world just just know that that's what you're uh, you've got I to expect day to after what. tomorrow there's that one too, or Mad like Mad Max, like.
0: But Mad Max and Waterworld are they in the same universe? It can't I, be. Doesn't what's his name playing both of them? Yeah. What? No, Waterworld is Kevin. No, that's that's Kevin
1: Costner, Dennis Hopper.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of okay, because Mel Gibson is in Mad Max. Mad I thought Max. I thought Kevin Costner. I'm thinking of the not Waterworld. I am thinking of Waterworld. I've never seen. It. I've heard it's really awful
1: it is it's fun but in like a oh, so bad it's good kind of well, when we talked about i think our favorite so bad it's good movies Waterworld is a strong candidate in there because it's really bad but it's it's entertaining
0: okay all right next question from mike Slutson, blm at mike hudson sucks add brian me if you could paint your house what color would you want um ooh, that's a good question Chartreuse. I don't know what color chartreuse is, chartreuse but it's fun is to a good
1: say. Color. It's like a greenish yellow, I think.
0: Then I'll go chartreuse.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with just because it's a fun color name to say. Cerulean.
0: Cer- Ooh, which is like, like a light blue. city. Yes, in the, and Pokemon. In the Pokemon games where you play Alisa. Missy, the water trainer.
1: Random, random digression because you know that's kind of what we do. Alyssa and I have a game that we play when we're driving around town. Hey, where oh. we look, I know, no, it's not near that fun. Um, we look at cars and try and decide what color the cars are, but you're not uh, allowed to pick like blue, blue. <gasps> like jinx, <laughs> you owe me a coke um so you know we try and get obscure. yes we bust out we'll bust out like a cerulean or (laughs) uh uh a gun metal or you know just i would be
0: so horrible at that game i'm so bad at color identification
1: Alyssa was a an art minor in college so i'm Mm -hmm. kind of at a a disadvantage there but it's a fun game that fun random game that we play to entertain ourselves
0: let's be fair we're at a disadvantage on a lot of things compared to our spouses not That's, just the color palettes that is completely fair very fair next question and this question ladies and gentlemen question of the episode uh goes to kale salad who, your
1: your best buddy
0: kaylee who we are having a little spat for quote tweeting me about Andy Robertson and the red card during the Spurs match where Kane should have been sent off in the first half, um, we're lucky Robo was even alive to get a red card in the second half after Kane's egregious tackle. But anyway, Kaylee, I'm I'm putting I'm putting arguments aside, I'm putting feuds to rest at least for the next couple minutes as we explain this amazing question that you shared at Brighton me if your bed sheets had to be made of deli meats what meat would they be made of this is good yeah this I'm, is a second we can run where the best question has involved the meat but I, I think
1: i think they kind of understand uh who they're speaking to with this like you know we're guys we enjoy uh meats of all various uh types um you know that that out of context sounds pretty interesting, but um, no, it's
0: okay just to eat out those Oreos. Let's go.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, like I'm trying to think. I the, pastrami. Ooh, pastrami is good. Pastrami. I'm trying to think of one of a meat because you don't want a meat that's too overly moist, like ham. I feel like like deli ham is like naturally kind of wet when yeah. you take it out of it. so it, it would like it'd be
0: uncomfortable to sleep in. I'm thinking like turkey. Turkey is bland, but I, what if you want like a midnight snack? I'm going. I, I'm I'm sticking with pastrami. Well, if I'm it going, it's pretty with- thin, and I you cut it thin, and I'm actually I, I run pretty hot, so I always like sleep with my legs out front of the blankets but I have to have the blanket on me still. So I cover like half of my torso with it. I would want pastrami sheets.
1: Give me like a good, like a Genoa salami.
0: Oh, I wouldn't be sleeping if I had salami there. I'd just be full and I would be sick.
1: (laughs) As somebody that loves a charcuterie board, give me
0: cookies on it with cheap ass (laughs) cookies from it. It's
1: late late in the week. All right. We, uh, (laughs) Coming up in a couple days we have we, to use the knockoff oreos we had to use the we had we got to do what we got to do you know times are times are getting desperate how does um, i eat oreos <laughs> damn it uh, but no that is a very strong question um i would go with salami just because salami is is a delicious salami. delicious meat
0: I'm so hungry. All right. Next question for all the hungry that we have, uh, the hunger that we have, it might go away with this one from at Matt Morris, 220. Matt, our resident Dayton expert at Brian me. I bought some trader Joe's oat nog. It tastes good, but it comes out in clumps. Should I keep drinking it? You need to call poison control. And just so you know, they do charge you when you call. I didn't know that until like a few months ago, but call poison control. Cause you might be dying. Matt. Don't do give remember? it to your kid.
1: Do you remember the radio jingle for poison control? No. If you think it might be poison, then you don't know what to do.
0: Call one 222 1222 That might be a Florida thing. I don't think I've never heard that in my life, and I'm pretty oh, good at remembering obscure, stupid songs from when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, it's like a radio. It was like a radio jingle. Um. um so yeah, it could have been a Florida thing. I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I don't recommend. Actually, you know what? Go ahead and go ahead and drink it and then report to us on what happens. Nope. And hopefully not
0: posthumously. Yeah. How'd you, you know, you get
1: to, you get to heaven and you're talking to like St. Peter and you're like, how'd you go? Well, you know, some oat nog
0: trader Joe's, huh? Yep. (laughs) One today. (laughs) Damn hipsters at trader Joe's. Okay. Thank you for that question. I hope you're safe, Matt. Please report back bark twice if you're in milwaukee next question from tk at crew goon or tk former co-host of brian me for one episode but it still holds a special place in my heart where's your resident whistler crack podcast podcaster to discuss our new signing we nailed it ourselves suck it trebek next question zach sperling review 2021 it sucked Next question. Zach yeah, Sperling again. Quarismas Christmas Party. I went to the Quarismas Christmas Party. It was a lot of fun. I had a nice, uh, glass, of, um, nice glass of whiskey with my pal Justin Edwards. Uh, Brian Lenoy was there. John Corleone came into town with his uh, Rose Lavelle doll that he Mm. that he has and like any like I touched it once and I was like where's the hand sanitizer and it became a running joke but nobody touched the doll because we had no idea what's happening but um Zach was there he got mad at me because I wore a Penn State sweatshirt um, because he went to Ohio State and Alex uh was there he's a resident core military he's a he's a linguist in the military he's learning Russian right now he was there with his little like two-year-old daughter and uh, nah. his wife and alex non-voice art alex uh blosser glosser blosser he was there um talking about uh his mullet and that was really fun
1: does he still have the mullet
0: he does dave carver oh was there um hating on everything dave <laughs> just kidding you're a nice guy but you're a hater dave okay we we go at it a little bit but i, I do like you dave uh brian Lenoy was there brian One of the nicest guys. I've been in the car with him a couple times. He is an aggressive driver, but he stays so calm. But all of his actions in the car are more aggressive than you. Yes, Brian. Like I was actually kind of like worried. Damn. (laughs) Because I'm, I'm Northeast. We talked about this at the Christmas party. I'm Northeast Ohio aggressive driver. He's New Jersey, New York aggressive driver. Okay. So I'm aggressive to like Midwesterners and stuff like that. But to him when i was with city drivers they frightened me now he didn't frighten me he's not i had a chicago uber driver two of them that i peed a little bit when i was in the car
1: i've never been more car sick than when i was in a new york cab oh god from I the airport imagine. and it was it was a night i was horrified
0: uh, so it was it was whatever i got um i got alex in the secret santa i wanted to get Uh, the professor and Marianne, because I wanted to get them a Quar personalized mug or something like that because they hate that we put the W in it. And here's a tip to anybody. If you hate something I'm doing, don't make anything of it because then I will keep doing it. Oh, God, yes. I will keep going. I'm so petty that way. But my secret Santa uh, was Alex voice art. I got him a soccer ball and a pack of diapers. The soccer ball's for him, the diapers is for his kid. John Corleone got me and I got from rar brewing nanticoke nectar india pale ale because he the first he attacked land grant which i didn't appreciate and he said i got you some real beer and it's good john i do appreciate the beer um it's no land grant but it's good i really do enjoy it thank you for bringing it all the way from maryland but it was a fun part of the only thing it was missing was a little slice of Bryant caves that's all it was missing
1: will uh Looks like we got a good reunion brewing uh, oh, in July.
0: Every it seems like every crew supporter who's traveling for matches here is going to Charlotte. So well, we're gonna have a lot of black and gold in there it's the
1: it's the new hotness. It's hell. You and I were doing the math. It's like the fourth, like all, all of a sudden, like the third or fourth closest team. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is closer than um well, Nashville, Chicago, and DC were a little bit closer.
1: And in, in DC by only like I think like 20 minutes or something. Yeah.
0: Well, my producer's telling me to wrap it up. We got a few more questions. Let's get through them. Which state has the best barbecue and why is it Texas from Robbie Rogers? He did not at Alex Dumas in this one. He just said himself.
1: Um, I've never been to Texas. I've had barbecue in a lot of States. Um, I've had Texas style barbecue, and it has been my favorite barbecue. So I will say Texas probably has vinegar based,
0: right? Is it vinegar based?
1: Uh, Vinegar based is like North Carolina style, Uh, which I do love. I'm I'm a Tex because Texas style is typically like, uh, like salt, pepper, a lot of smoke, and then sauce on the side. I'm a sauce on the side guy when it comes to my barbecue. Like I like to dip. I don't really like sauce the meat. Meat, good barbecue shouldn't have to have sauce, in my opinion.
0: Same with steaks. I don't put A1 on steaks. Hell no. I eat just ate the steaks like they were intended. I am cheap. So, the few times I've gone to a barbecue place, I see the prices and I'm like, whoo, I'm not coming back here. So, I'm not a fine purveyor of barbecue. If somebody else makes it, Brian, you've smoked some stuff and you've brought it over to Casa de Castello. It was great, but I'm not going to go out of my way, so I'm not educated enough to answer. So I will not answer. And may God have mercy on your soul, Robbie. Um, one more question from Robbie: Would you rather have a Mayo bath like the coach in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, or support Gotham for an entire season? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say push. <laughs> Can I push, or do I have to choose? You have to choose. Oh God, I will. Um, Give me the Mayo bath. I'll day. do a Mayo bath. I'll do a Mayo bath it's, because I would blend into it. It's like camouflage for me. I would be <laughs> in the Mayo bath. and am like, where did Thomas go? He disappeared.
1: It's, it's the equivalent of when I was a kid. I remember if we got in trouble, my dad would ask us like, do you want a spanking or do you want to be grounded for like two weeks? It's quick like and
0: painless, go oh, quick and yeah. painful. <laughs> let's,
1: let's go to the, let's go to the spanking. Cause it's going to be over in five minutes. Whereas the, uh,
0: I feel like that I'm a long-term thinker. By the way, Mike Cave's has got into a, a, a fender bender car accident this morning. He's fine. Thank goodness. Just want to give warm wishes. I know he's a big fan of the potty, He listens every episode. Um, I'm glad you're okay, Mike. But, uh, yeah, you definitely got short-term punishment over long-term. And being a Gotham supporter seems to have long-term punishment.
1: Oof. Long-term ramifications. what it yeah. sounds.
0: Uh, unless you're on Twitter and everybody just strokes each other's ego. All right. Three, four more quick questions to answer are, um, answer and our show these are all from frank barker he came in like i mentioned like coventry united's ownership came in at the 11th hour with some questions and he has 101 questions he's building up like cruella getting those dalmatians he's got 101 questions he's building
1: Deville,
0: mm-hmm. cruella Deville, mm-hmm.
1: if she doesn't scare you no evil thing will Oh man, she's that- like a spider waiting for the kill Cruella,
0: <laughs> Cruella Deville. You're like a, a a crooner, man. You're 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 great at singing over there. Um, all right, four questions. First question: uh, Toilet paper over or under? I over.
1: Over or you're a terrorist?
0: I have I've never paid attention to how I put a toilet paper roll. On. I do not care.
1: Over or you're a terrorist?
0: Over or under. My wife is here to answer questions. Over or under. Over only. Over only. So Correct Brian, answer. congratulations. Correct answer. And you are not a terrorist, according to Brian Caves. Okay, wiping, standing, or I'm, sitting? I'm,
1: I'm not answering that. Next question.
0: I used to do standing, but I converted to sitting about 10 years ago. And in my life is for the better. Let's put it that way. You're not going to answer that, Brian? Why is we're at this point? Just answer. Just I'm say stand- standing or I'm, sitting.
1: I'm, I'm a standing guy. You're a
0: standard. Well, I think you should try the other side. You might The, the air is fine. Fun. Um, best condiment for a sandwich. Mustard, mayo. Mustard. Mayo. Mustard. Mayo. Losers. Uh, f- favorite lesser-known player from your favorite childhood sports team. Mine oh, is God. Ray Durham, second base for the White Sox.
1: I could do this all day. Um, well, I'll shout out one that I've mentioned already previously. Uh, I'm, does Mark Grace count as lesser known?
0: I I think so, because he was kind of uh, shot by like Sandberg was, and stuff. Yeah, and he wasn't I mean, like he the was top a, he, was a, he
1: was an all-star a couple times, but he was never like mm-hmm. an MVP candidate or anything like that. Like, yeah, give me give me Mark Grace from the Cubs. Uh, Horace Grant, if he counts as lesser known from the magic as a
0: kid. I feel like that's tough because these are players. Now, maybe not the Cubs, but Horace Grant on a basketball. It's hard to be lesser known on a basketball. On team. On a basketball
1: team, sure. Uh, There's Errol, only five
0: guys on the court at the same time, you know.
1: Daryl Armstrong. He's a Darryl little Armstrong, yeah. He's a little lesser known. He was he was one of my guys as a kid.
0: Yeah, Daryl Armstrong is good. Um, for me, I have to. I think it usually only works for like baseball or basketball or baseball or football. I think that's where you could have players who kind of fall under the radar. I
1: remember some guy, Ryan Terrio. Oh, that's, I don't know that one. That's a deep cut. He was a shortstop for the Cubs for a long time. That was my guy.
0: See, the problem is too looking at like the Cleveland guardians back then, formerly the Cleveland Indians, who wasn't a big name in 1995. Who am I going to say? Like who was a lesser known player on the, the Cleveland Indians at the time? Like, I would say he's – does Omar Viscale count?
1: I mean, Omar Vizquel's a
0: – I think the, 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 the general sports fan who maybe is a little younger or wasn't focused on Cleveland, I think if you weren't a Cleveland fan, you would not really know who Omar Vizquel is.
1: Omar Omar Vizquel, by the way, is a Hall of Famer.
0: He, oh, he Omar, definitely, I'm just saying he's not going to get voted, but I think he should be.
1: Omar Vizquel is 100% a Hall of Famer. He only Def- has
0: less defensive gold gloves outside of a pitcher. He, he's right. I think he has one less than Ozzie Smith. And that's like, like, come on. Like that's,
1: defense counts too.
0: No, it doesn't. Only and then they have writers who will post their blank ballots and just I'm not voting for anybody. And they write a whole article about it. Like I've been, I've lost ideas for articles too. Don't be a jerk. Okay. Don't.
1: Baseball writers are mostly garbage. And anyway. the reason
0: there's a lot of reasons why baseball is going down the drain. And I think one of them. It's the Baseball Hall of Fame, but I would pick Omar Vizquel. Does Kenny Lofton count? Do you think players out people outside of Cleveland knew who Kenny Lofton was? I think
1: Kenny Lofton is to the average fan more obscure than Vizquel.
0: Then Kenny, well, Kenny Lofton is my favorite baseball player ever. So uh, Kenny Lofton is my my favorite. I liked him better than Jim Tomey, Manny Ramirez, those other guys that we had in Cleveland back then. Better than Francisco Lindor, Albert Albert Bell, Albert Bell,
1: Carlos Baerga.
0: Carlos by air Yeah, he's a little obscure too. I like Carlos, but then when I'm Robbie Baier. Alomar came in, when you had Viscal and Alomar, oh, that's a tough. That's a that's a that's hell one of, the of a best second of infield, stop, yeah, infield, So middle infield that was one of the top that's ever. Middle uh, one
1: of the one of the better double play combinations probably
0: in. I'm going to go on Israeli YouTube baseball. after this. I'm going to. I have goosebumps thinking about. It. I'm not joking. I have goosebumps. Brian, those are that was our last question. Congratulations, Kaylee. Um, the feud is back on. How dare you? And thank you for the question about which meat would be your bed sheet if you had to choose one meat as a bedsheet. My wife just said, yeah. If you can hear. And my wife said, Baloney. Get the get out of here. I'm not inviting her down for any more of these ask bam segments. Brian, take us home before she says anything else blasphemous like that. Jeez.
1: Well, thank you guys as always for taking the time to listen to the show. We do really, really appreciate it. Looking forward to everything that we have to come here in the uh, in the year twenty twenty two. We've uh, got a, a special guest coming up. We've already booked one. I am sure we'll have more as the year goes on. So be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find out about that special guest or ask us questions for brian and me. We're at Bryant and Me on Twitter. Uh, Thomas is at one Thomas Costello also on Twitter. Follow him and. Read all the fantabulous things that he is uh writing out there. He's writing for a massive report, of course. He's covering Ohio State women's basketball uh quite a bit. Who uh I've I wrote a basketball had...
0: article today about Nebraska Cornhuskers, actually. I wrote an article about the Nebraska Cornhuskers. So I think you should read it. I, I've been feeling a little like right in the beginning of the year, I always feel kind of meh, because I take vacation in the end of December. So I'm always like so laxed. And then when January starts, I don't do a good job of like getting back into the momentum and stuff but today i wrote i was feeling really crappy before lunch and then i wrote two articles and i feel feel good so you helped me out with that brian i appreciate that
1: yeah so get out there and read the articles that are making thomas uh making (laughs) thomas feel better um because what would make him feel better than having lots of people reading these brilliant articles that he's writing so get out there and read those um we're also on Instagram at Brian and Me. I'm at Instagram at Pickle Chip. Replace the eyes with ones. Thomas is at One Thomas Costello on Instagram as well. Uh, we always appreciate you sharing the pod with uh, your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, enemies, people you meet on the street. Uh, anybody really it's always appreciated look for us as we mentioned on this episode we're gonna be on youtube as well so we'll, hey. have, we'll have audio only for this first episode and i think we're gonna try and work out to see if you can uh, get a look at these couple of ugly mugs why would you uh, want to do that i i don't know why you do that to yourself either but apparently somebody maybe wants to at some point so um, you know, get on there. We'd, we'd appreciate you uh, following us and subscribing and doing all that. Smashing that subscribe button, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, you know, just a reminder, as always, um, as we're coming out of the holiday season, just make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Go easy on yourselves as you make those New Year's resolutions. Don't beat yourself up too much because you guys are all 100% awesome. And mm-hmm. not only do I matter, but all of you matter as well. And uh, yeah, take care of your mental health as well. Get help if you need it. It's always important. Talk to somebody if you can. And just have a have a great rest of your week.
0: Yeah, same to you. Adios, everybody. Cheers. Say goodnight, Amy. Good night, Amy. Damn, we didn't even plan that.